uh, ping pong uh, uh, stuff and play. It doesn't cost anything. Kind of cool. Is that, that is very is different. Once a month uh, gig or is it once every two weeks? It's uh, the second Thursday of every month. Okay, yeah, every month. All right, very cool. And then, uh, yesterday was Angel's birthday. Uh, Angel, did you do anything special for your birthday? Uh, just family stuff. Yeah. So uh, my sister came over with her kids. My dad's in town, so we just uh, chilled. It was when, it's, good. when it's family day, I don't know how it works in your family, but when, when it's family day or whatever like that for the birthday, you know, the birthday boy gets to pick whatever they want for dinner. You know, so, uh, <laughs> do you guys do that or no? Uh, well, when you have like uh, three little kids, uh, they kind of dictate. So it was pizza and cake. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but you weren't that unhappy, were you? No, no, no. Yeah. I had no problems with that at all. Yeah. Nobody, nobody I know argues about uh, pizza and cake. No. That's so, fine. It was good. Yeah. It worked out real good. So and then Saturday night will be where the wheels fall off. So uh, Saturday night yeah. is when the real party is. Yeah. That's, uh. a, that's a grown. And that's at Frankenstein's, which you'll be at. Yep. yep, yep. Right, after the, right after the game. <laughs> You're about to say grown-ass man party? That's going to be the grown man party right there. Yeah, so, that's, uh, uh, they call well. That'll be the Jamin's pretty much, <laughs> and, and I don't have to be anywhere Sunday, so oh, uh, okay, I, I'm good. That is good. <laughs> um, hey, you guys remember me telling you that story about? Uh, well, I think it started at the beginning of the week of uh, talking about how I had a bottle of that uh, that uh, whiskey, the whiskey yeah. that evaporated, and, and, it, and it popped open, and it, the smell was in the car. So since then, I, I took my car to a car wash place and said, "Hey, look, it got a smell in here. Can you get it out?" They tried. Sure they tried. It exploded. You they, alcoholic. <laughs> He couldn't have just driven without the bottle wood for reserve. It would have been better, I guess. But it, it, no, it, it, so it, it permeated through the entire car, and it, I, I took it to a car wash place. They really couldn't get it out. They couldn't do it. So uh, yesterday, uh, when we had the gentleman in, Michael, uh, Michael Ring, the, the bartender, he works for, uh, he, he also, well, I guess he works for Jack Daniels and also Woodford and all these other different whiskeys. He's a whiskey man. That's his, his thing. So I mentioned it to him, and he told me something, and I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before, and I, I got to tell you, it, damn it, it, it sure did work. He said, go to, go to Publix and go get a bag of charcoal. Okay. Okay. And open. I told you that. Did you? Yes. I don't. I don't remember that. Uh, and he said, "Open up. You know what? Open, <laughs> open up the bag of charcoal and put it in the back of your car, and let it just sit there overnight." And if you just do that, then the next morning you just throw the charcoal out, and all the and all the the, the smell will be they, gone. They actually make a product. Believe it or not, you're not going to believe this. Uh, I think you pick it up at Lowe's or Depot, and it is a small bag, plastic bag of charcoal or rocks. Charcoal and rocks. It's a uh, that volcanic rock type thing. Yeah. And all you do is throw the bag in your in wherever, and it's built to soak up that stuff. How does that work? I swear to God, Russ, I'm going to pull the audio, it's, and I'm going to re- replay it. Did you say it. that? I told you yeah. that when you were telling us that story. I must have that's when you mentioned his friend that does this professionally that I actually just had to hire for my daughter because she got ran off the road coming home the other day and uh, uh, on 95 and, and actually had to dip down into the median. But unfortunately, the median had filled up with water, so... Her car, the bottom of her car, she has a Kia. It's filled completely up with water, Damn. and we had to hire a professional to get it out of there. Do you know that well, it, it, in this environment, as hot as it is, we, we put damper in and ran a fan in her car overnight because it was, she got home, it was already like 10 o'clock at night. Then by, by the next morning, and it was actually pretty cool overnight, by the next morning, uh, he told me that inside the vents and everything, mold had already started kind Damn. of forming. That's how quickly it happens in this state. But, Angel, the story you told was that about you can send it to your buddy's place or whatever, but it's like 200 bucks. It was really expensive. No, but, okay, so but, I don't remember you going, hey, just buy some charcoal and it'll fix the problem. Yeah, but th- that's what he uses. It's, it's a charcoal product, but what... What you did is probably the cheap version of it, and it probably works for the, the spill that you had. Okay. When you need when when you have a, a situation where um it's uh, I'll, you know I don't want to uh, 
let's say something happens in the car, you know, someone has an accident, those kind of things. Sick? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Or a wee wee. Yeah, it's not <laughs> toxic um, things. Yeah. It, uh, just one bag of charcoal is not going to work. Huh. And so his is like on a professional level. But the reason it does that, it's the same reason uh, damper it works, is all that yeah. kind of, it, it pulls it, it pulls it from the, 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 moisture, the yeah. air system. You know what so I mean? charcoal is continuously pulling smell out of the air? I mean, like. Yeah, yeah those water filters are charcoal based. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, the, the, the products that you, the charcoal filters that you add on, that filter in there. Is is a it's a, it's a charcoal based filter. As the, a matter of fact, the uh, Brita, the Brita pitchers. It's charcoal packages yeah. uh, encased in like a fibrous uh, material. But if you uh, ever watch that show, Naked and Afraid, and I know that's kind of silly, but it, it, it they show you bi- uh, rudimentary uh, survival techniques and what they did one time because water is so valuable. Of course, you know, three days for a human without water is you know bad just, day. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So he took a piece of bamboo and had found, you know, again, we know this is television, but basically they're just trying to show you this can happen, had found found an old campfire yeah. that was on the island on one of the sides, took pieces of the charcoal from the campfire and, and uh, back and forth did with sand, poured the water through it, and believe it or not, they were saying, Filtration. even with that little bit of charcoal in there, when the water goes through it, it's just dripping. You know, remember he's pouring quite a bit of water and it's just barely dripping. But, you know, in, in, the, in the mean, I don't know, probably about five minutes, he had four, five, six ounces of water. Yeah, and the narrator was like, yeah, it'll be perfectly clean. The charcoal should clean out anything you would find in water like that. Huh. That's amazing. So I got a bag of charcoal in, the, in my back seat. Is it like open or is it just like it, a regular bag? I, it's, it, I opened it. Now, I didn't get the charcoal that has the lighter fluid with it because I figured no, that, that would have yes. been, <laughs> been bad, right? Although it would have been super funny. So I got regular charcoal, and I opened it up. And uh, you know, last night I put it in there. I'm like, well, I don't think this is going to work. It sounds stupid. But yeah. uh, whatever. The guy, you know. You noticed Michael's it right up. away, right? And then I got in this morning. I'm like, oh, my God, the smell is gone. Yeah. I, I smell the charcoal. I, I, I just smell charcoal, yeah. And so I, that's what I smell now is charcoal. I'm going to let it sit throughout the show today and then go home and just throw it away, I guess. But, uh, yeah, but so, it, it damn sure worked. Yeah, charcoal is most effective at filtering uh, chlorine, sediment, volatile organic compounds, taste odor, and odor from water. Um, and then the, it's not f- effective at uh, with salts and stuff like that. So because of it being an alcohol product and, it's air, and the smell is air-based, yeah. that's why it's filtering it for it. I'll be damned. Well, I, 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 I didn't think it was going to work. I was like, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, bag of, a bag of charcoal in your back seat. It's not stupid. But... Uh, so there you go. If you spill a bunch of uh, whiskey in the your back of your car, there's uh, there's the answer. I did it, not know that. It actually works. Uh, yeah, learn something new every day. Uh, hey, listen, uh, on today's show, we've got a, a comedian coming in. Philip. It's it's Philip, right? Felipe. Felipe, Felipe. Felipe Esparza. 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 How is it? How is it? Esparza. Esparza. Yeah. Great guy, dude. Yeah, I remember him. He is him. a great guy. He's really funny. He's, uh, he's already cr- – um, his. Uh, I saw people posting from last night's shows, and people are already just going nuts about him. So he's crushing it right now. Felipe he's Esparza. Got a, he's got a good, like, human vibe about him, yeah. you know? Just a uh, guy who's just cool. You know, he comes in, he's just – He's just cool, you know. He's been in here several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be in here a little bit later on the show. We'll have to uh, talk to Savannah at uh, at 9 o'clock. I uh, got Monster Sports coming up, Beer of the Week. Uh, what am I forgetting? Am I forgetting anything for Friday? Is Beer of the Week good today, oh. sir? Uh, oh, got- oh, my God. Beer of the Week has been fantastic. <laughs> it has been most of the time. Which one did you not like? I mean, I think I might, I think my vote. Stood for itself, but I'm need. I, I'm just asking. I need something this to look is, forward to. This is a really, really fantastic beer, and it's out of a really cool brewery out of Miami. And right that's on. all I'm going to tell you. Good. That's what I needed to hear. Oh, and the ones and twos. We'll, ones do, and twos. we'll do that in a little bit. Okay, yeah. very good. All right. Uh, so uh, we got all that coming up. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. You shut up. Radio.
text from folks saying that there's a car going the wrong way on I-75. Is that what it is? Yeah. I-75, what's that? That's, um, I know, 95. We're seven- the, that's the, uh, the, the big highway that runs on the other side. I-4 is on the east side. 75 is kind of on the western middle type side. Oh, okay. <clears throat> More in the middle, really. Going the wrong way, huh? That's a, that's just a little mistake. That's worst nightmare, man. That's oh, like one that's of my terrifying. worst nightmares yeah. is to, you know, you see those stories. The, the dude from uh, American Idol, one of the, not a major winner of the show but or anything. But he was anything, a yeah, contestant. But yeah. he was a well-known guy. Everybody, I forgot his name, unfortunately, but um, that's how he just got recently killed. Driving, oh, really? Yeah, driving on uh, You guys the recall we had the incident right here, the per, the woman that got on uh, from Fairbanks going the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, there's even one more worse than that during bike week about five years ago. A guy on a motorcycle got on this uh, the off-ramp here at Maitland, for you guys who don't live in the area, uh, our our station's like right next to a relatively major kind of uh, switchover thoroughfare for the major highway through Central Florida, which is I-4. Yeah. And he got on the wrong way and had on with a car coming off I-4. He thought he was getting on I-4. Header kills him immediately, mm-hmm. like not even 100 feet from where we are right now. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you, you think about that. You're like, man, how could you make that mistake? But I know uh, when I was younger, I, uh, I I went down a one-way street uh, downtown one time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I was, I was doing it. Uh, I, I would think it... It probably just as easy just to make a mistake like that getting on I four. I just did it in Georgia. You I did just did yeah. it. In and Atlanta is a nightmare yeah. driving if you've never been there. Yeah, oh, you I, went down a one way street, or one, you went down uh, on the highway? No, one way street, which led into the highway. Oh, and then luckily, I was right. like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And, and like the cars kind of flashed their lights because Atlanta is like it's, it's a big a ass city, you know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's the big city. It's goddamn. I was looking up at that Listen, big old tall buildings. Any city that has a road that goes around it, yeah, uh, specifically to avoid going into it, is a big ass city. Okay, so the 285 goes around Atlanta. It's a big effing city. Oh, yeah, I know. And I'll tell you something else. It's even worse in Orlando because we have so many transient drivers here. People come from other countries that drive on the different side of the road, different set of rules altogether. That's an anomaly that we experience, I think, more than any other city in the entire U.S., maybe Maybe even the world. But we Jimmy, have more people on the streets who don't understand our driving rules than any other city. Hey, Jimmy, wouldn't you think, though, you would hear about more accidents near the airport than you do? Like, we, we always hear about just the accidents on I-4. We don't hear about them around the airport as much. Yeah, what you don't hear, though, is, but you got to remember the rental places are a little different. What you don't hear about is all the little fender benders. You know, we, yeah. we you hear about I-4, I-75 pileups, head-ons, with because that makes news. But what you don't hear is... Every little popper that got down there when you're on LBV, have you ever, if, you, if you're on the edge of sanity and you want to go ahead and nesty plunge that bitch and be done with it, go try to drive around Lake Buena Vista out by Disney if you don't live in Orlando. Yeah. For any local, it is the epitome of nightmare. Oh, yeah. There's nothing in the world like driving out there. Five lane shifts with a blinker on, full traffic, full blow thing, and some little lady sitting there with her blinker on expecting to go five lanes across uh, to go left into the Burger King because her fat that? kid wants one. Well, you know, if. <laughs> Yeah, God, if I'm they're used to nightmare. driving on the other side of the road, like, you know, when I went to England, uh, I mean, within ten minutes of driving, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm on the I'm on the wrong side of the car, on the wrong side of the road, and I just hit one of those roundabouts, and bam, I hit the uh, the curb and got a flat tire within ten minutes of getting oh, there. It's a different perspective <laughs> driving a right hand drive car. Oh, that, that God, is, it is. And especially if you um, if it's manual. Yeah, especially well, if it's, if it's shift. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done some that with some of the um, uh, Silvas, the uh, drift cars. I've done that. Um, and I've driven a couple other right hand, and it takes, and even for me, it takes a second to get your bearings right because oh. you're, you know, you're looking, you're looking at the car differently than you ever yeah. have. And you I know? remember thinking, oh, come on, everybody else, do I can do it, no problem. Let me <laughs> just get in here and, uh, whoa, I'm on the, the on the other side. Was it automatic? 
It was stick shift. It was a stick, oh, and then the pedals are stick shift, and yeah, then yeah. the pedals were different. And, and pedals were different, yeah. and uh, and, then I, and then I hit the. As soon as I'm leaving the airport, I hit a roundabout. I'm like, oh, I, I guess you just gun it and go, right? <laughs> right? That's what they do. And I gunned it, and I went, and bam, I hit a curb and got a flat tire. <laughs> what a way to I, I, oh, we should do that. I'd have paid a small amount to be there. Yeah. Oh man, it was. I would have paid but, a small amount to been there. Just get like, a right hand drive car up here. To, uh, give everyone a try driving it. See how what how, what you think. You know, my my dad's got one. Believe it or not, he's, what, he, really? he's got a little truck that's about one of those right. <laughs> you drive it on the wrong side or whatever because he bought it from I don't know where. Uh, <laughs> it's one. It, it's the truck that he painted to look like a a fire truck or whatever. And it's got Marine Corps all over it and the what? lights on the top and. Uh, You've seen that before. Is it like I a, have par- not. a parade vehicle? Yeah, it's a, like a parade vehicle. Okay. Yeah, you, you've seen it, haven't you, Jimmy? Mm-mm. No, he's got he's got a red one and a yellow one, uh, <laughs> and it's like a little truck. A little truck, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. Um, you're talking about uh, you know uh, traffic and uh, and everything. When you hear people, you know, I guess what happens if somebody gets pulled over and they decide to run from the police. I mean, does it ever really work out? Do, yeah. do, you, do you ever really get away? Uh, if, Worked out for OJ. He ran. Well, I guess so. And he got off a murder charge, see? So so take that as a lesson, everybody. Okay, I guess so. If well, you're up for murder one, just run. There's a woman yesterday, and uh, she she left something in the car that made it so she actually did get away. But, you know, I don't. I can't imagine she's... More quite, times than not, we don't see them being successful. It's no, rare but, when you see the police chase well, when somebody gets away. But her idea is the best one of all time. I, this, this woman gets pulled over, right? And and for whatever reason, she didn't want to be taken alive. <laughs> so she decides or to... Or taken at all, really. To Was flee she on foot. Gangster? She gangster? <laughs> she's only four foot, uh, 11 inches. Uh, and the, her, she was uh, wet from her waist down. I don't know why. Hell yeah! Um, so uh, I think I watched that movie last night. Yeah. West from the weight down, <laughs> wet from the west ways down. Yeah, uh, uh, she rewind. ran. She got well, out, she got out. Rewind. ran behind the Publix, uh, and I guess uh, ran through a, a, a Red Lobster over a wall through a neighborhood. But the reason they My didn't God, catch this her. Is a, this is an Angel Tuesday. Yeah, is this American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> edition? The Food po- edition. Yeah. The police decided not to run after her because she left a five-month-old baby in the car. Well, that's what you do. Uh, now, she was going to give the baby up for adoption, so she's like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a curbside chicken. You know, it just. Wow. Yeah. So she gets pulled over and, yeah. and and gets out and just runs and leaves the baby. The officer stays with the baby and doesn't go run after her. I'm guessing drugs. Um, You know what? I was going to ask. Why do you think I said she had been arrested before? They're looking for her now. If you know where she's at, you know, they said call 911. Do not approach her. But they can't describe what she was wearing because she was actually wearing that blue and black dress where some people think it was gold and white. But I got to tell you, I mean, with makeup and stuff, she could be an attractive girl. Yeah, you know what's her name? Is this local? Uh, this is local. Yeah, this is uh, West Melbourne. She looks exactly what I thought she would look like. Yeah, a person she, who would yeah. ditch a baby in a yeah, car. And there's well, definitely she's got me- big, big eyes. Big and... eyes. There, everything about that picture says meth. Yeah, a little oh, meth. Really? She's four foot five. Four eleven. Four foot 11. Oh, here she is in my pocket. Yeah. Oh. Hello. <laughs> uh, her name <laughs> is. Let's see here. They had her name here. Da, 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 yeah. Spinner McCallahan. Uh, Mandy. And she looks like a Mandy, too. Oh, does she? Oh, Log- my God. Everything about her says Mandy. Mandy Logsdon is her name, and they're looking for her. I mean, she just she just hauled ass. Well, what good is it if, if you're going to run for the cops if they got your name? I know, They dude. put you in the paper. It's just a matter of time. You're but, still man, going to get well, picked up. I when know. You're, when you're high, you ain't thinking correctly. <laughs> hey, okay? is there anything that she could be doing in that car? Because they haven't mentioned that they searched the car and found drugs or anything, yeah, right? Well, there's, there's the no same way ma- she was pulled over? There's no mention of drugs. They said she had so, been arrested before. Before they're not saying uh, so she why. Did, they're not 
not saying she had an oh, outstanding warrant. Th- Thursday, she was driving with a suspended license. Okay, so that's really not that big of a deal. That's nope. workable, okay? Yep. So she, no drugs but, in the car, yeah. no outstanding warrants for felonies. But now... But now she has a child abandonment, yeah. child endangerment. Yeah. I was giving it up fl- for adoption anyway. Running from the cops. <laughs> All she had to do is just... If they took her to the jail... For driving on a well, suspended license, that's a workable offense. Yeah. Yes, now she's facing felony charges yeah. of running away from the police and abandoning a child. Yeah, oh, yeah. child endangerment as well, dude. I mean, there's going to be another charge on there. This goes back to, man, sometimes people are just screwed with who they're born to. Like this kid, yeah. unfortunate kid, hadn't done anything wrong. Is born five month old baby, yeah, in the back seat. Mo- this might be the best thing for that kid. Like, like, where, where, where's mom going? Now? Why is mom's <laughs> wet from the waist down? Yeah, How'd that happen? I'm adopted. Last time I saw my mom, it was the back <laughs> end of her, and she was jumping over a freaking KFC. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the hell she ran right. to a Hardee's or something. I would like to try to explain that if we could. It says, okay, she's four feet eleven inches tall. And police said um, she was wearing a striped the shirt. Of a spider monkey. Yeah, they said she was wet from the waist down. I mean, does that mean she like? It scared her, so she wee-weed herself? Like, what? Maybe, or she jumped, maybe jumped. Wee-weed herself. Well, I didn't know how to say it. I want to say it, you know. Lost control of her faculties? You wanted to say it so that all the one-and-a-half-year-olds would understand? I want to stay FCC compliant. Uh, Yeah. But, but, uh, so, uh, I mean, I I wonder if she jumped in a pool and then she was wet. Don't know. Not driving, though. I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. No way to explain the wet-down thing. She fled... Uh, oh, Especially in a dress, though. I mean, a pants, you go, well, maybe it was wet outside. It rains a lot here, you know. It could have fallen down, I guess. She sounds like a spider monkey. She yeah. ran, ran uh, past a, a red lobster over a wall through a neighborhood. Damn. Right through the red lobster. I picture this like Benny Hill scene. <laughs> she comes in, she runs through the room, and then all of a sudden there's like a fancy couple wearing a tie and like a, a nice dress, and she runs back in, steals a cheese biscuit, like, gotta go. Right. <laughs> or any scene where any guy trying to get away has to run through a commercial kitchen <laughs> and out the front of the restaurant because there's always that movie, and they always grab an apron and try to look like they're serving yeah. something. Like, oh, the wet girl in the striped dress has got my uh, pate, I believe. Wait a second. That's Mandy. Oh! And she's not like a, she's not like a 20 year old. She's 34 years old. I know. And if you're four foot eleven, getting over a wall is pretty damn hard. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, I'm impressed I'm, already. I'm I six foot tall. It'd be hard to get over a wall. Getting over a, a curb. Yeah. <laughs> All that parkour training's paying off. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, man. Well, they're looking for her, and uh, I can't imagine she's going to be able to, you know, stay away very long. Uh, no, at 411, it's going to be pretty easy for her to hide. Felony charges. All you had to do you is might just... be hiding in that studio right now. Yeah. So, okay, so if she just would have, okay, I'm officer, I'm driving on a suspended license, they still would have taken her to jail, or if she has a baby with her, they probably wouldn't have, right? There's a guy texting me, he said he went to middle school with her, and she was pretty hot back in the day or something. I think she looks not too bad at all. Um, come on, guys. I mean, she's not. I know all of us individually, personally. We've all done much work. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, so the texting service is checking in. Oh, this is true. <laughs> texting service is checking in. And they're saying that the kid wasn't even hers. Oh, really? Even better. That's and, you have a fake kid. And with you. it says here they're putting up for adoption. The, the, well, it doesn't. But that doesn't mean that the lady was, was given her up for adoption. Uh, and they're saying here that she's lost custody of her own children due to drugs as well. We now, again, oh. this is all texting service. Yeah. Uh, and there's apparently, uh, they heard now there's paraphernalia. Oh. Uh, and they and now more than one person has texted and said that the kid wasn't hers, and she's, she was also on probation. Oh, well. Mm. Ah, man, I want to party with her. Yeah, you're a little jumpy when you're on probation and a meth. A little jumpy? You get a little... <laughs> Need something sketchy. to take the edge off for us. Yeah, like it's, Can yeah. I get a bottle of reunity, please, to go? Yes. I just can't imagine in any scenario where you're like, okay, let's run from the police. I'm sure I'll get away. Well, Russell, you don't have pending charges yeah. or uh, looking at maybe 
three years in jail or something, dude. I mean, it's a you know perspective is all everything. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never I'm, been in jail, have you? No. no. You've Are never you had kidding? handcuffs put on you. No, sir. You've never been detained. No. You're white. Yeah. You ever, you ever had an <laughs> anal cavity check? I've asked for one, but never gotten it. <laughs> oh, you've gotten it. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you. Knuckle deep. All right. When we, when we, Whoa! Half of, that, half of that was believable. When we come back, uh, we'll find out what's going on with the ones and twos. The number one and number two Maybe song this morning. in every genre that uh, that really matters. So uh, check it out when we come back. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. So you want to kick off the weekend right after work? Well, join me downtown at Ember. Three for one drinks. It's a great happy hour. It's the number one happy hour destination in downtown Orlando. It's Ember. Three for one drinks. Starts at 4, goes to 7.30. It's an awesome place. You'll absolutely love it. Hey, quickly, before we go into the ones and twos, uh, Carlos, you were just recently at Lowry Park Zoo, right? Yes, I was. Do you remember the story? Uh, and I don't know if you saw it. I, I saw it, and I thought it was adorable. But there was a, a bear cub that was saved in a, in a fire, that a wildfire. And it burnt and, his paws. And it burnt his little yeah. paws. He was so Aww. cute. Uh, I guess he's been at, uh, the, like that, that's where they sent him. They sent him to Lowry Park oh, Zoo damn. to kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, take care of him and, to, you know, get him better. And he's, uh, they, now he's leaving, uh, they're calling him like Smokey Jr. Cause he's like a little Smokey the Bear. Uh, and Smokey Bear. Smokey Bear Jr. Yeah. And they're, so uh, I call my dealer's son. They're, uh, <laughs> they're taking him now to, uh, Homosassa State Park to release him, but oh. he, they, they kind of, uh, let him get better and get, you know, well at, uh, at Lowry Park Zoo. Can baby bears Live by them, like, without their moms? I guess it's all grown up now. I guess they would know, right? They're uh, not just like, ah, let yeah, Are you questioning <laughs> the professionals? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, didn't, I didn't see him. I would have loved to have had That way, ahead. all the other bears can make fun of him for having human paws. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they said they're going to release him. He's at Homosassa State Park now, and then they're going to release him later on. Just in time for the hunt. hunt. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I know. Just in time for the, the... Uh, I killed old honey paw. Oh, God. Yeah, they spent all that time getting uh, Smokey Bear Jr. Uh, better, and then uh, some stupid hunter shoots him in the face. You, you know what I learned about the Lowry Park Zoo as well? And maybe this is a lie, but when I put up the picture... <laughs> no, this is what some like, several people said. That's the zoo that they were uh, good fellows. Uh, did the scene where they had to go pick up the guy, and then they went to their mom's house. and In, like, the, li- in the lion had, pit? Yeah, in the lion pit. We had yeah. to go to the zoo. We had to, and that was the zoo they used. Oh, okay. That had a little movie tidbit that I geeked out about. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. All right. She stood on these grounds. Let's find out what's going on with the ones and twos. The number one and number two song in all the uh, in all the, the nation and, uh, and what matters in all the different uh, categories. All right, ones and twos, we use uh, iTunes, or I use iTunes because uh, I think it's indicative of what people are, are spending their money on. I just got word that it uh, looks like we have a pretty cool sponsor that will start here r- real oh, soon. Oh, right on. Who's that? So uh, I, I'm not uh, 100% sure, so I want to make sure I get all the right information before I give them love. But if this is the case, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, that's good, It's going to be really cool. So, um, again, I'm happy about that. Um, you're going to have to help me out with this one, uh, Russ, because the number two song... Mm-hmm. It's been floating around on the country chart, but now is number two on what would be considered the Hot 100. I don't wow. know if this song is a... Uh, it's a crossover? I don't know if it's a crossover or if it's part of a movie soundtrack or if it's uh, being used for something, but this is the number two song hmm. on iTunes, which would be considered, like, this is their Hot 100. Okay. Holy... Yeah. Florida Georgia well, Line? Florida Georgia Line. Florida Georgia Line. Uh, Holy comes in at number two. I don't know if it's being part of, of used of some promotion or something. 
I, you know, I don't know. I know they just had this. Maybe a soundtrack? The, the Country Music Awards were this week. I don't know if that yeah. has anything to do Maybe with that, it. Okay. it. It did well in the Country Music Awards. It's Holy, the name? It's the like song's a, like called a Holy. Song? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that has a big Christian uh, following, yeah. too. But, I mean, but we, we've been listening or hearing this song for at least a, a month or two on the country charts. It's a great and, song. Yeah. Hey, how were they at that Country 500 thing? I, I didn't go. I, oh, I, I thought you were going. No, I was going to. I, I didn't get tickets. Uh, oh. I was going to go. Some of the things Apparently, came up. But, but we both up. heard that they crushed it, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did hear that they were they were really great on stage. Also, I heard that uh, Kid Rock uh, probably got the biggest pop out of everybody. Uh, he did very, very well. And uh, Jason Aldean allegedly uh, had a great, great set. All right, so that's coming in at number two. And it's still it's a single. It's called Holy, and this is a uh, Florida Georgia line. Uh, you gentlemen are not going to be surprised at all, not even a little bit, at what song is number one. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> the video is released. Do you see it yet? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen it, the but I know. In the grocery store. Yeah. It's actually a cute video. I got this feeling. Or cool or whatever. Yeah. You're going to hear the song forever. Hillary Clinton walked out the song. Did it's she? on a commercial. It, it fits. It's made you for can, marketing. You can, you can use it at weddings. Yeah. You can use it at, I mean, anything. I got that sunshine in my pocket. I mean, it's made for a movie, so it already has that, you know, play me a million times on it. Yeah, so it's part of the soundtrack for Trolls. Yeah, this is the compilation song where you take a guy from 13 years old to 22. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, where they fast forward the time, and they show him growing up and going through high school, and then the whole time it's uh, Timberlake in the background. So the movie Trolls has not come out yet, right? It's coming out later on this summer. So by the time it comes out, the We're song will be, be familiar. Sick of this song. Well, the song will be familiar, <laughs> so, like, kids will love it. Yeah, that's, that's This song makes smart. me want to hear Hello Again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tune. And you're right. There are going to be a thousand drunken brides. Oh, yeah. Being picked up by their father to this. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the country charts. And, okay, going back to Florida Georgia Line, yeah. just so you know, they're number one in country this week also. Oh, they're, they're the number yeah, one, okay. That same song, Holy. So, yeah. what I'm going to do for you guys, I'll wow. play number three and number two. Okay. So, it's hey, going to be Blake Shelton. Hey, real quick, before you play that, uh, texting service is checking in. 77031 brought to you by David Moss. Thank you. Holy stands for High on Loving You. High on Loving You. Have you heard oh, that? Yeah. Okay. You. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's cool. That's like fancy. That All right, so here we go. Uh, Carrie Underwood coming in at number two. Or three, I'm sorry. Why is Carrie always pissed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she very rarely has a love song. Yeah. Did she She's get burned by somebody? Yeah, Carrie, chill, man. Just or is it, are all these songs about one dude? Because if you're that one dude, <laughs> yeah, you're damn. Damn. Yeah. you are a muse. <laughs> yeah, she's usually pissed. I guess she won, like, everything. That I didn't watch the Country Music Awards, but there were some Why not? Awards that, what is wrong with you? What's going on? It was on late, and I forgot. I no DVR, huh? Didn't I, I forgot. Wow, I forgot. I didn't, that's I unbelievable. That's weird. Yeah. All right, so this is Carrie Underwood with Church Bells from the Storyteller album. I call her Carrie Bonerwood. <laughs> wow. She's hot. Right, you know, I saw, I saw they showed video of her like when she first started Thank for you, American Idol. And she looked very different. Right? Oh, she's a little trailer girl. You know, yeah, I mean, first. she was like how old? Like yeah. 18, 19 or something? Yeah. All right, here goes number two, and this is the first. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with this band, and this is the first time we've uh, seen them. Huh, it's a band, okay. Or group or duo. And this or, is country? And this is country. And you haven't heard of them. I've never Russ? heard of them until What's going on with Russ? No, no, no. no. He, said he hadn't heard of them. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't know if I haven't either. I'm intrigued, but I am still f I'm fascinated with the Country 500 thing not going and not watching the CMT. Something's happening. I'm, I'm going to get to the bottom of it.
Oh, I know the song. But is this, I, but I is this uh, boner killer music? Yeah, this is not. Turn it off, Wendy. I told you I only play this when we want to cry. Yeah, this would not be one of my favorites. Who, who, who is this? Dan and Shay from the album called Obsessed. Yeah, Dan. From the ground up. Dan and Shay in the morning. We play songs that'll make you cry and want to shoot your face. <laughs> In the right, so that's a, Dan and Shay sound like a couple who retired from Wisconsin and now have an oyster bar in Coco. <laughs> oh yeah, go check out Dan and Shay's. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're new on the uh, on the I still love scene. Those. All right, so we'll go to the uh, dance uh, coming in at number two. This is the Chainsmokers. The Chainsmokers. You remember them from Selfie? Yeah, you also remember them from this place. Everywhere, every three minutes. Yeah, pretty much. And that chick is not part of the group. No, no, she no. She says uh, featured yeah. vocalist. It's like, again, it's a production uh, duo, yeah. and they get featured vocalists to come in on their songs. Um, so this is Don't Let Me Down featuring Daya. And then number one, and this has been a pretty tough week for this guy. I feel bad for him. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Calvin Harris? It's Calvin. Yeah. I, not, I heard that he broke up with Taylor Swift. She didn't I heard T-Swift broke up with him. Oh, t- oh really? Yes. I, I heard it was their publicist who both texted each other and yes. said, hey, they're broken up now. Hey, Taylor, <laughs> okay, needs, Taylor Swift needs a new song. Someone's so got to yeah, break exactly. up with somebody, <laughs> so she's got some inspiration. Her next album's going to be up. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just heard his dating contract with her was up. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. And they decided not to renew, and now she's got to date the next big celebrity for six months and see how that goes. Come right. on, man. What you know. What's the deal with Taylor Swift? Just enough to perpetuate another record. Yeah. What's the deal with Taylor Swift? You know Swift? what? She she's highly driven. Uh, she probably likes things her way. No, the, I heard the, she's got that one virus. Um, oh God, I can't. Uh, the Aniston virus. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't where like. She, where she's a dead lay and can't keep a man. Oh, oh my wow. God, Jimmy! I had heard something like that through a friend who has no real basis <laughs> of knowing any real information at all. But he said. That she's asexual. And I'm oh. like, dude, have you ever met her? He's like, no, but no. I read it in inquired. That's what we heard. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it might, not know be, it might not be high on her, her list of things to worry about because she's she's running an empire. She's Doesn't writing matter. everything. Yeah. She's uh, doing the... I, if I was dating her... Yeah. She what would, would you do? Tell, tell me what you would do. She, you're, it, no, you're right now dating... Taylor Swift. For me to break up with her, she would have to kill a member of my family. <laughs> and Other even then, it has to be a pretty close with member. A knife. If she killed a cousin, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's Taylor Swift, and I, it would. I, that's why I'm like, what's going on, Taylor? Yeah. What's going on with you? All right, we're gonna go to metal, and, uh, or, or as she's known by her fans, Swizzle. Yeah, Swizzle. T Swizzle. I, I, this was my pick of the week last oh. week. Now it's number two on the metal charts. Oh, see, that's oh, what happens when uh, when it's touched by Angel. It is. The, the golden touch, it goes right to the top of the charts. This is a remake. Oh, that's kind of Yeah, cool. it's Hell Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the guys from Pantera and the guys from Mudvayne. Have, uh, they come together. This is like their fifth album, I think. Again, uh, just a little tidbit about the song, what was really cool. Uh, Pantera had redone this song. Mm-hmm. They were able to say, uh, they were able to refine and save Dimebag Daryl's uh, guitar. So this is his right. guitar leads on this song. Um, and they re-recorded it under the uh, Hell Yeah moniker, so. There's another one out right now, another remake of, I want to say Genesis tune. Or is that Collins? Is it Phil Collins or Genesis? I how, can't remember. How did Dimebag Daryl get his name? If I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, and then number Probably one. Brock. 
Yeah, at number one uh, on the metal chart, and this is always a bit of controversy with this particular band. Yeah! Man, I don't get it. Yeah. I love this. This I did is not awesome. get it. I always ask the name and I always forget the name. It's uh, Volby. Vol. V O L B E A T. Vol. Love it. Vol Beat. I know it does. <laughs> it sounds like a guy standing on a mountain. Yes! And he's talking down to his village and getting them ready for yes! a war. That's why I, I love I, it. I understand. I'll take Chevelle over this every day. <laughs> I have a feeling with this growing up, he was a big Ronnie James Dio fan. Yeah. Well, they're they're uh, Danish or something, aren't they? Um, I think I, I think so. Yeah, I, they're I love they're, it. they're like a uh, like a Nordic crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I picture exactly that, like <laughs> some emperor on top of the the right, if, down if, with that people. mental image. Carlos, don't look up their picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, really? yeah what, what do they look like? Are they little skinny, well, tiny white guys? Not like that. Not like not like they don't look as uh, right. Yeah, I'll do. Uh, uh, I got. All right, so it's Volbeat, and this is from Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie album. The, this song is called The Devil's Bleeding Crown. Ooh, please tell me they're Asian. Please tell me they're Asian. No, no, no. no they're they're European, but they're, they're, they're not as majestic looking as they sound. They, they look like Lincoln Park grown up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln yeah. Park's dad. Without, without, the, without the Asians. Without the one DJ yeah. Asian. Yeah, they just like dudes. I love. I gotta. I gotta listen to the rest of that. Album. <laughs> so, some rock out guys just get me, and that one's it. I'm gonna be screaming that from the mountaintop. I'm with you on that one. All right, and then I'm gonna uh, give you my pick of the week. Oh, good. Uh, th- this is. Um, it's been coming up. This album's been floating around for a while, but this one, one of the tunes that really stuck out to me, and his name is Anderson Pack. And this P O C K P A A K. All right, nice. Thank you, Anderson Pack. That Pack is right, I think. Yeah. I love the 50s. I thought I had it queued up, my bad. That's all right, no worries. Got me hot. Anderson Pock. Yeah. New York guy? What it's, genre? Uh, the, uh, the track's called Come Down. It features T.I. This would be more R&B and soul. R&B and soul. Yeah. I like the groove. Chicago, actually. I'd say it has a very yeah. different feel to it. Again, this is Come Down featuring CI. It's Anderson Pack, and uh, that's the new single off his album. Check out his album. It's a lot of you know self-produced stuff and everything. Really cool. And those are the ones and twos. Thank Man. you, Angel. Awesome. That, that pick I, of yours I like is that. crushing. That's really cool. That's, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, hey, when we come back, it's the Triple R segment of seven. It'll be your chance to win some stuff, so you might want to get on the line. The telephone number to dial is one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, or locally it's four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. You're listening to the. Monsters of the morning. Oh, 
Triple R segment at 7 is brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. That's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Licensed lenders that can help get you into a home and do a great job for you. They did that for my daughter. They got into a, a brand new house, and uh, and she uh, had great credit, so they got her a great interest rate. But if you have poor credit, do not fret nor worry, because they can still help you as well. If your credit score is 580 or less, WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Brad Siebert can help you get a brand new house. Just give him a call at 407-636-9808. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Uh, financing mobile homes, they can do that. Ask them about their free appraisal and free home warranty. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Call them at 407-636-9808. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Thank you, Brad. Let's see what prizes we have today in the old prize pinata for this beautiful Friday. Getting ready for a great weekend. The prize pinata is brought to you by Cento Family Moving and Storage. They're a family-owned and operated company. Go to the website. That's how you get this whole ball rolling. If you're planning a move, go to the website, centomoving.com. That is C-E-N-T-O-M-O-V-I-N-G, moving.com. You'll see one of Chris's big trucks, part of his fleet right there in the middle of the page. Hit the quick instant moving quote. Boom. Get your dates on his calendar. This is his busy season. So you're doing yourself a favor by getting your dates on there and letting him know as early as possible when you're moving. Uh, that way you can use his service. Again, it's com. Also, he's looking to add on to his crew. So you go to that same website, hit the Contact Us tab. There's an Employment tab. Upload your resume. Get a job interview. Hopefully you get hired. Yeah. Yeah. So that's com. All right, let's go. Up first, we have a pair of tickets to the Classic Albums Live. Jimi Hendrix, Are You Experienced? And that's going down Saturday, June the 18th at the Hard Rock Live. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets. I wonder if it's, wonder if it's hard to uh, to find somebody that can play like Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to, for that particular show. Uh, I'm sure they could. That, I mean, I'm sure there's guys that emulate him pretty good, right? Yeah, but that's not really, uh, to be honest with you, it's it's not really a tribute thing, although it is. It's just the fact that, that they play the album, album note for note. Right, yeah. right. So you're not, I mean, but uh, I the ones I've seen, it's not like been a show. They're not trying to look like the band. They're just trying to, although some of them do. I know one of the Zeppelin one of the Zeppelin bands, uh, the Robert Plant guy, looked like eerily like him. But but do you think it's it's, it's difficult to emulate or to note for note a Jimi Hendrix song? Well, a lot of guys are pretty talented, dude. You yeah. got to remember his the reason he became so so unbelievably famous. Not to mention he's a great showman. Was his style of play and of course with practice. Yeah. All right, up for, and then okay, again we have. And if you choose these, you have to be able to pick them up today by 6 p.m. Orlando Preds versus the Cleveland Gladi- Gladiators. Yeah. A pair of tickets in the Monster Party section to see the Orlando Preds versus the Cleveland Gladiators this Saturday, uh, June the 11th at the Amway Center. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit realradio.fm. If you choose this, come up to the station today to pick these up. Yeah, that's uh, that's tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah. Of course, you got uh, Angel is your official DJ of the Orlando Predators. Uh, Carlos, or Mr. Motivation, is the voice of the Orlando Predators. Yeah. Uh, I will be in the the end zone, the party section, hanging out. If you're going to get tickets there, that's awesome. It'll be a lot of fun. But if you don't get in the end zone, there's still a a monster section where you can just uh, have a great time. And, you know, this is an eight and two team. This is a great team. You hear Coach Rob Keefe on with us every week. And and, uh, he's, man, you talk about putting a lot of work into this. I mean, they're they're busting their ass to... uh, to hopefully bring home a, a championship this year, and this is where you know this is where it gets uh, really thick. Uh, the teams are all starting to peak, and uh, so every fan in the Amway totally helps. So get out there. We have a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on San Jose Earthquakes on Saturday, June the 18th. 
at Camping World Stadium. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Pride take on the Houston Dash on Thursday. That was a hot ticket last night at Artagon, by the way. Yeah. They're actually, it's, it's really fun uh, watching the, the Pride play. And that's going down June 23rd at the Camping World Stadium. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets. And then we have a four-pack of tickets to the mascot games on June the 18th at the Amway Center. See Stuff, Nitro, Albert, Alberta, and about 80 other mascots. 80? <laughs> um, and we're going to be coaching them. It's so we'll, crazy. Yeah, we'll be out there coaching them. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets, and those are the prizes in today's prize pinata. That is a great time. I know we joke around with the whole coaching thing, but we'd never done it before. Yeah. We'd never uh, been to the mascot games. If you have a family, if you want to have a good time and, and laugh and, you know, and the, the, for the, charity as well, it's a awesome event, the mascot game. 100%. The day, be- the day before is Father's Day, too, so yeah. it's a cool thing to do with the kids, you know, for Father's Day, and, and the kids will laugh. It's, it's a lot of fun, and also afterwards, you can go and take photos with all the mascots, and the kids just get a kick out they of it. go in the field. I mean, it's it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good cause. All right, 407-916-1041. Hello, Julie. You're on with the Monsters. How you doing, Julie? I'm, I'm great. How are you guys? Wonderful, wonderful. All right, we got uh, a bunch of prizes in there. You can take whatever prize you want. Uh, here is your trivia question for today. CableTV.com used Google Trends to determine the top reality show in every state. Okay, now, uh, like in the state of Texas, let's see, hold on, let me go, no, I'm sorry, hey! in Tennessee, the uh, the number one reality show is Duck Dynasty. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> in New York and Washington, D.C., the number one reality show is The Apprentice. Uh, in, uh, let's see here, Nevada, the number one reality show is Pawn Stars. What came in number one for the state of Florida? What do you think was uh, the most popular reality show in the state of Florida? Oh, that's tough. Um, oh God, all I can think of is the Swamp Brothers or somebody that, that the guys that are down, the half gators down south. Swamp um, Brothers is a great guess. It is not correct. Who do you want to help you out? You've got guess. Dirty Jim, you've got uh, Carlos, and you've got Angel. I know. Nobody's saying anything, which makes me nervous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go with Dirty Jim. Dirty Jim. Hey, Jimmy, just so you know, Hoarders was number one in... Uh, Let's see here. It was uh, Michigan, Indiana, Kansas, Montana. The Midwest, huh? They like, yeah. to, they like uh, to hold stuff up in the Midwest. <laughs> and New Mexico. Yeah, nice. Hoarders was number one Mil- there. Militias love that show. Yeah. But, uh, well, because it's cold as hell, and you can't throw anything away during yeah, right, right. Like, that. These people are us. Uh, the, uh, it doesn't stink. Minnesota, it was uh, The Bachelor. But for the state of Florida, oh, what do you think? Oh, that was going to be my guess, and Russ <sighs> mentioned it. So. Well, you know, the, weird, anything. the weird thing, it's it's usually a uh, kind of a weird swerve because, you know, stereoty- you think maybe Survivor or something. But you, know, you got to think about what makes up a lot of Florida is uh, it's transient. So yeah. you get a lot of people that come here from the Northeast. Hey, you know, remarkably, yeah, I'm looking around. Let's see here. I, I don't think Survivor came in. I, I don't see it anywhere. Yeah, you know none, I, none of the states. You know what I think, ma'am? I think it may be the biggest loser. The biggest loser? Oh, you think so? Okay. What? Well, I, I was just thinking it might be that, that parking Show too, but the, what South Beach towing? Excellent. South Beach yeah. towing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad guess. Actually, you you want to go with it? I don't, what do you think? I trust you. I, I trust don't know. You. Come on, Russ Come on. loves that Biggest bad Loser bad. show, and he likes to pick stuff that is uh, you know that's his thing. So I, I look honestly, I don't have a clue, sweetheart. Either one could be right, either one could be wrong. So whatever you feel in your gut, that's my pitch is the Biggest Loser. 
I'm going to go with that. Biggest loser, Russ. The biggest loser is incorrect. I'm sorry. That is not the biggest loser. Matter of fact, I don't see the biggest loser. It, it, it wasn't on last year, I don't think. In any state. Yeah, it was on, but uh, I don't see it in any state. Okay. Uh, people oh, people hate it, men in fat. In California, it's keeping up with Kardashians, by the way. Yeah. Number one. Uh, I used to. Uh, so it seems to be regional. Go ahead. It yeah, seems to be regional. That's right. I would eat my ass off like big ass portions while I watch <laughs> Biggest Loser. Uh, that was Joe, my favorite thing to do. Joe, you're on with the monsters. How you doing, Joe? Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Hey, Joey, hey, buddy. how you doing? Cable TV used right. Google Trends to determine the top reality show in every state. What reality show came in number one for the state of Florida? I have no idea. I'm going to say Dance Moms. <laughs> Dance Moms. <laughs> Not bad. Dance Moms is incorrect. Who do you want to help you out? You got Angel and you've got Carlos. Let's go with, uh, with Angel Boom. Angela Boom. Angel, uh, here's, uh, here's your question. It's uh, uh, asking what reality show came in number one in the state of Florida. I will tell you that uh, we tied with Texas Hex! and uh, Delaware. Didn't you say Texas already? I think I did. And I, and I told you. And I told you. Holy crap, that's totally not fair. I was screening calls. <laughs> Damn it, man. Um... Joe, if you were listening to what Russ was saying, the only thing I'm thinking of, uh, because of where we are and uh, the guys mentioning regional stuff, and I'm seeing the ads everywhere, and even in 7-Eleven, Shark Week, would that be considered a reality show? I, I, I don't think so. I, he said Texas, right? What about that guy? What about Cuban? What, what's that show that Mark Cuban's on? That would be um, uh, yeah, Shark Tank. Shark Tank. There you go. That, that might work. What do you think? I, I sure. Let's go with it. Sir, right. sir, do you want to go with Shark Week or Shark Tank? Shark Tank, not Week. Shark Tank is correct. There you go. <laughs> Let me put you on hold, sir. You are a winner. Yes, that is what came in number one for the state of Florida was Shark Tank. Uh, and the, my next clue was going to be we had one of the members of the show on here, but uh, oh. uh, yeah, Shark Tank is is the uh, the number one show in the state of Florida. Coincidence? It's the only reality show I watch. Is it really? Absolutely, and it's really not a reality show. It's more it's of, sort of a reality show. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the real people, and they're asking for real money, and they actually do I, get real products. On, I mean, it really I, is. I, I guess so. I guess it is a. I don't know. It's its own thing to me. It's one of those shows that it does, it's not based in negativity like a lot of reality shows or, yeah, you're or, right. or it's, silly it, stories. It's or, a good reality show. It could be on forever. And in England, they have the Dragon's Den. Oh, really? Yeah, because I met a person from England at, uh, at uh, Blizzard Beach. They had the, this little aqua lock that was featured on Shark Tank. Yeah. And uh, I want to get one. And uh, I was talking about it. He's like, yeah, in England, we have a dragon's den. It's, it's very choppy. Yeah, in, U- I, I don't know in Utah, it's uh, Sister Wives, which is oh, uh, a yeah, yeah. shocker. Yeah. Shocker that Utah's favorite show is Sister Wives. Oh, let's see. What uh, what state is that? Okay, what is See, the, it, it didn't tell you the state. Okay, the state that's right <laughs> so above. Russ is looking at no, states going, uh, oh, yeah, is no, that I'm Kansas like, okay. or is that? Uh, yeah, no, right above Texas is what? Oklahoma, Oklahoma. right? Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, then that's Naked and Afraid. Yeah. yeah, that's a good show. I'm telling you, my wife and I are addicted to yeah, that we program. We had a guy locally that was just on yeah, the show. Yeah, we had a couple oh, really? guys locally yeah. that are on that made it on the and a girl, I believe. I thought for sure I that would be- have a, a, like a, a a little bit of a window. You know, it would be popular for maybe a one season and be done. But what naked and afraid? Yeah. Oh no no no. Yeah. yeah remember, it's it's about human. It's about humans. It has nothing to do with being in the wild or anything like that. It does because that's that's what they use to get you where 
you need to be emotionally to give them something good. Yeah. But basically, they're using the wild to strip away uh, the niceties that you would use communicating as people and make make you communicate like as a team to kind of make it through that 21 days. And you do get to see some really unique personality traits come out. You'll see people in the beginning, like day one, they'll be best friends. By day three, they won't even be speaking. Oh, yeah. You know, when you take away water and food and you don't provide shelter in a rainstorm in an area where it goes from 101 during the day to 50 degrees at night and pouring rain, right. not to mention every four seconds you're being bitten on your vagina by a deer fly. Yeah. You have a vagina, it, Jimmy? Holy it, smokes. Yeah, it's beautiful. I keep it in my back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do, you, what do you think is number one in uh, in South Carolina? Uh, I don't even. Do they have TVs? Huh? Do they have TVs? No, it's cable. They don't have yet. Oh yeah. Is it the Civil War reenactments? No, it's it's the same one Jimmy's liking. uh, The uh, Naked and Afraid. But every time they pull it up on Netscape, it crashes and they have to wait till it dies. Yeah. yeah. This is interesting. What do you think? Put the CD back in for more hours. The most popular reality show in Georgia. Honey Uh, Boo Boo. No. Uh, Duck Dynasty. Big Show. Big Show. I, I don't. I mean, I've never watched one episode of it. Have you heard of it though? I've heard of it. Uh, just by reading the you know the stuff here. But. Oh wait, I know, I know, I know. Wait, Georgia, Atlanta, love and hip hop because they shoot exactly. Yeah, they yeah, shoot yeah. one in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Lo- love and hip hop. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, uh, I actually was going to guess Beverly Hills Wives or whatever for or Florida. Yeah, because of all that drama and uh, there's so many people in Miami I think that like that stuff. Yeah, yeah and no, um, America's Got Talent. No. Uh, no, no singing shows or anything yeah, like that, the right? Voice, uh... Uh, the Voice is number one in. Oh God, okay, I don't know which state that is. Um, <laughs> which one is this? <laughs> What's that one right there? That's uh, North Mon- Dakota. Uh, yeah, Montana, North Dakota, or South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be uh, North Dakota, I guess. Yeah, it's I'm not gonna one. act like I'm Mr. Geography here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm decent, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. Have you ever seen that where they have you draw in every state? Mm-hmm, yeah, no, I've, I... I've done it before, and I'm like, so, I get to about 38, and I'm like, the reality, yeah. the reality show thing is me. starting to drop off, right? It's starting to. It has its own place. I think it's going to be where it's going to be because it's not. There it's, used to be a reality show would come on and dominate the market and dominate TV, but that doesn't really happen. I don't anymore. think they're ever going to go away because they're they don't cost anything to put on. Yeah, and yeah. you're always going to have those, that one show, like you're well, saying, yeah. Carlos, that's going to rock it to the top and it'll catch everybody's attention. But I think there's you know with so many channels with so many networks. They need programming, yeah. and this is the easiest thing to put together. It's the studios, really. Right. It has nothing to do with the people. It's the studios. The studios, exactly like Angel said, I believe, basically say, hey, look, how can we exploit a certain group of people yeah. that we can underpay and who want to be famous? They don't care about being rich. They just want to be famous, you know. Or, or notorious. Or yeah. notorious, whatever, and they put them out there. And as far as the singing shows go, again, if you look at really what you're paying attention to, it's the humanity of it. Yeah. Because there are so many people who are talented in this country who can sing. I mean, I bet most of the people listening to us have somebody at their office that can sing really, really, really well, but it's the human story that's always the most interesting thing. The number one show in Alaska is America's Got Talent, and that's the only place that came in number one for a reality show. Well, there's only like 20 people there. Yeah, they get no entertainment. (laughs) And then Project Runway was, uh, was number one in Hawaii. Was it really? Yeah. That's wild. It's kind of weird, huh? I watched that show for a little bit when it first came out. It wasn't bad uh, because I think they had good judges, I believe, and it made it interesting. Yeah, it was when Tim uh, Make It Work. Tim Gunn. Yeah, Tim out Gunn. of all and the Heidi reality Klum. shows, yeah. what, what, of all of them that you've ever watched, whatever, is there one that's like a guilty pleasure? Oh, the Honey Boo Boo was a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch. Uh, we used to watch Toddlers and Tierras. Yeah, that well, was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, there's, there's a stupid one, a really stupid one. It's embarrassing to even. It's called Southern Charm. You ever watch that? <laughs> I one? I don't even remember that one. And it's, I don't know that it's, one it's still it's still on now, and it's like about the. I mean, it's in uh, I think South Carolina or Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, all these rich, <laughs> snotty 
freaking people, uh, and they've got all this money, and they're just completely horrible people, every single one of them. I don't even remember that one. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're like, well, one guy's like, well, we're going to go play polo today. And then they, they, they're in a fight because he got this girl pregnant. And it's just, it's just uh, stupid reality show. The one that I, and I, and I remember knocking out like two seasons of this over a weekend that we've had, we had crappy weather. Um, and it was the one that had to deal with um, uh, beauty salons. And there was a oh, little. Oh, yeah, blowout. No, 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 no. This Whoa, was a little bit older. Than a little too quick. Oh, yeah, blowout. <laughs> no, that was a good-ass one. That was with the blonde uh, German chick, I think. But what was it before that, though? Man, I forgot the name. I thought it was... Uh, I think we're talking about the same lady, yeah, the but she was kind of attractive. Yeah. And she'd yeah. come in and regulate. Oh, and, yeah, damn. What was that? Was Salon Takeover or something maybe like that? Maybe it was something yeah. like that. It was on Bravo, and it was really good. Was she really? was... Uh, look, I was, I was intrigued and show. fascinated by her. Yeah. And she would go in and, like, basically regulate. Like, it's any like, of the, like uh, the rescue. Like a Simon Cow of the hairstyling yeah, world. Yeah. But she did it in such a, like, hot, sexy way. Like, I thought she was talking to me. What was the name <laughs> of that show? Then, all the, then there was uh, shows like... The worst one of all time, though, is that lizard lick towing thing. That like oh, it's so it's so staged. It's, so staged. Yeah. it's the it is well. It, what makes it so bad is they try to pass it off as, as any semblance of reality whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I think we all understand there's really zero reality right. happening in these quote reality shows. But that one they, they is so egregious. I, yeah. I mean, they're not even cool about it. Like they get they're so bad at acting. They'll go get out of the tow truck and he'll slam it and they'll go. What are you Carlos. doing here? Yeah. Tabitha's Salon Takeover. Oh, cool. Tabitha, yeah. Tabitha was her name. Excellent show. They should bring that back because they, they were She going, was awesome. Think about it, okay? The, the scenario was this. A, a, a hair salon run down. They would reach out to her in order to take it back over and, and get it going again. So imagine the personality you had at a hair salon, and uh, most of them would always be like, Look, she's she not was like, tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. she was you know? regulating, dude. All right, what, so what? real quick, I wanted to ask you, on your list, yeah. uh, in the Northeast, were there any of those crab fishermen shows still yeah. uh, on the on the radar? I didn't see any, no. Think no, about no. how big Deadliest Catch was. Oh, it was huge. Pink yeah. gold, right? Yeah. yeah, a couple of those guys uh, passed away, right? Well, they still get they still get uh, um, Facebook love because uh, not even, what, two or three days ago, there was a story about Sid or one of those guys that was uh, that became very famous fishing for crab. All right, hey, when we come back, we'll find out why Angel says that uh, social media is going to decide the NBA championship. <laughs> and, we'll, and, and, we'll, and we'll do that when we come back. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Oh, wow, this is uh, kind of sad in a way. It is sad. Uh, and, and, but, hmm. Okay, remember, Angel, when I told you that when I was a younger man and I was taking uh, lessons from the shock doctor, uh, uh, not the one uh, on the uh, the radio, but the one that was teaching Shaquille O'Neal how to do free throws? Don't yeah. jinx uh, shot doctor, dude. And, and, I was, and I was convinced that the if free I... free throw guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I was convinced if I worked hard enough, if I worked hard and dedicated my life to it, that I could at least make the Orlando Magic. I, I didn't, I, and I would always say, look, I won't be that good, but I could make the team. The reason I was convinced I, uh, I, I could, because there was a guy on the team that I thought, man, he, how did he make it? Uh, but uh, the, the the sad story is he passed away. Former Orlando Magic player Brooks Thompson. Oh yeah, uh, passed away at forty five years old. Yeah, he had a he contracted a, a disease. Did he not? Uh, it says some sort of uh, uh, it was like heart failure or something. Oh, that's geez. a young young man. He was Brooks Thompson. He was uh, I guess he was a, a a guard, right? Yep, three point shooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I do not remember him. Played for Utah. I, I do remember him. Yeah, he played for Utah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was young, young guy. He was a, a young guy. But, Rest uh, in peace, man. Rest so, in peace. But, uh, Angel, you had a, uh, a theory today that you believe social media has now decided, will decide the winner of the, uh, of the NBA championship. You guys have heard me say this uh, every time something like this comes up. And uh, as of today, the Internet is undefeated. Yes. Okay. They, the Internet is never lost. And so last night, uh, Under Armour, over, overnight Under Armour, decided to unveil what is being called the Curry Too Low. It's a new sneaker. And it's just been destroyed yeah. in the last 12 hours. Now, here, now here's how you know. This is so Bad, funny. Huh? Well, Jimmy, this is the funny part. So today, so this morning he tells me about it. I said, let me see it, uh, 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 Carlos. And he shows me the shoe. I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. And then he goes, that is the problem. <laughs> if you saw it, Russ, and you think it's cool, therein lies the problem. Because yeah. they're saying it, it's like for old. I'm trying to sell these to 50-year-old honky dads. Right, right, right. right. It's Dude, old, old man shoe. But I looked at him like, oh, I like, it's a cool-looking so shoe. The, like like earlier in the week when we were talking about the memes about Axl Rose, uh, the memes for the Steph Curry low are just, I mean, eviscerating. They're yeah. just uh, brutal. The One of them is, uh, uh, what's the best name for the new Sturf, uh, Steph Curry bo- uh, shoe? It's called the Steph Curry Shuffleboard Low. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're basically calling it Daz Shoes. The new Steph Currys, will, you can find them at the Coles within a week for forty nine ninety nine. Oh, uh, yeah, they're putting them on blast. And it's not good man. because Under Armour is dropping some coin right yeah. now on athletes, man. I'm telling you, they're they're spending like crazy. You know, Jordan Speed. well, I don't know. I, I, I'll say that because I don't know what he has for Monster Sports, but, you know, uh, there's a couple guys that that are on the top ten radar of the highest paid athletes that are Under Armour guys. Yeah, no. But give me your thought process of how you think this is going to decide the uh, the championship. Okay, so um, you're already under duress, and then, like I said, I just I'm, my theory is that the internet hasn't lost, and so now you're now you're having to deal with the fact that your company, your sponsor, you're getting lit up. Curry's seeing this. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. He's v- Keenly aware that his shoe that was supposed to be unveiled, and that and that could have been like think about it this way: the shoe is unveiled and it becomes a huge posi- a positive sensation. That's that little bit of extra boost or energy that you know you don't have to worry about it, and that that could sway you to start playing a little bit better because he hasn't had a good series. But now his shoe is and getting, now his goofed, shoe on. Is getting yeah. goofed on. It's the butt of every joke. My God, dude! I, I'm just starting to see him. Now, are they bad? Now they're putting them side by side in memes, and they're making them ask another shoe questions. The other shoe is is Velcro shuffleboard dad shoes. So it's like he's looking at it. You know? They are, and I guess I could see what they're trying to go for. The Air Force Ones are white, and they're trying to make it a little oh, more you casual. Like, you like the Air Force Ones? I'm, uh, I'm a fan. Oh, I, I oh wear, but I, Carlos, is, I mean, they're not. It's not even. It maybe, looks like an old Reebok. Oh, it looks like a. You know what? It looks like it looks like an old New Balance. Somebody, yeah. somebody photoshopped them on the iPhone and can't get up. Lady. No, dude. Oh. Somebody, oh, somebody put the Jordan meme on him. Yeah, yeah I saw so that. there's that one. Uh, they're calling the calling the shoe. <laughs> Let me see your manager twos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this one is, is got to be home by dark fives. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. So, th- so you think this will get into his head? Oh, absolutely. But, but yeah. he hasn't had a very good series so far, anyway. Has Again, he? so like that's that's what I'm saying. So let's say. It comes out and it's a huge sensation and it's positive and you got this positive energy and you got all this thing. Everyone talking about your new shoe. It could be the thing that could get you out of your little slump. They they and- have a – there's a – man, the internet is funny. And I see why they're, oh, why they're undefeated. Uh, this one is by a fake account called Seth Curry. 
And it, the thing says, it says, quote, I thought I had him looking straight last week. And it's like Zeke have reachy jeans <laughs> all the way down to his shoes like a dad would wear. And the tongue of the shoe sticking out on the other side of the jeans. This so guy on Twitter, at Wilkie Colba, says this. Hey, Under Armour. Did you steal those from your grandma? Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> so if you're Steph Curry, do you address this or and, and do you play into it and have oh, fun with no, it? Or, no, no. Or you, you just can't. ignore it? Oh you can't. Because look what Axel did. Oh, yeah. He addressed it. He tried to get it taken down. Well, he tried to get it taken down. So but if you're Steph Curry, do you play along with it and, like, you know, dress like an you old man and say. You acknowledge it. Well, here's the, he's not wearing these in the game. These are not game oh, shoes. Oh, I you see. You know, so it's not like he, if he was going to have to yeah, roll Yeah, because the game's like bowling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, there's another Steph Curry story as well. I guess on his way to the, the last game, uh, some. Somebody, and I didn't say who it was, but some person was getting on him about his, his kids and his mom or something like that. And the company that uh, this guy worked for fired him right away. Uh, wow. Because uh, I guess they uh, That's had, a little silly. Was okay, getting... Holton Wise apparently is a, uh, a real estate firm. Uh, they sell properties and everything. So, again, this is why I say the Internet is undefeated. Mm -hmm. So this dude decides to um, tweet at... Uh, Steph's got two kids, the older of the two, the three-year-old, I think. Mm -hmm. And basically the guy's tweet is something like this, is uh, you and your whole family get the blank out of Cleveland and take Riley's blank blank with you, right? So the kid, uh, uh, Sedell Curry didn't do anything. Um, some other lady saw this. Cheryl Dill uh, Rosario saw this, and she tweeted Warriors World. And then she tweeted um, the guy, the guy's employer, by looking at his uh, had his Twitter page I've and everything. She, she was able, where... she was like, "Hey, I know where this guy works. All right, hey, do you know that your employee is doing this?" And then the the company comes out and says, "Our our apologies to all who were a party to the attack." At um, Hotel Wise does not condone this, and we have term terminated that guy. Damn right, that's Guess awesome. What? I've done that before too. Have you really? Absolutely, I did it one time. I was on. Um... I forgot what the actual thing was, but a guy was going off on gay people, using the F word, going off on other people. Literally took me clicking on his profile about, oh, he works at a hospital. Oh, jeez. And so I wrote the hospital and said, I don't know if you uh, know, but your employee has a hatred for gay people. And it's pretty evident. I screenshot it, sent it. They wrote me back, said, thank you so much. We will handle this immediately. And you can't. Do that. Imagine walking into a room and yelling the F word. That's how I see it. Well, yeah. You can't do that on social media anymore and, and unless the, you want some backlash. And, and the reason people uh, say whatever they want because they're never held accountable. Yes. Yeah, so, so they can be you know cowards and say all they want behind their keyboard, but you start making people accountable, and then they'll see what happens. The, uh, the meme came out. It's my funniest so far. It says the Curry 2 starter pack, and it's a pair of scrubs with his shoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, I'll tell you it's what's funny. It, it it is it is uh, amazing. The internet has no soul, which is good for the <laughs> right, record. Right, absolutely, it, it has yeah. no soul, which is good because as quickly as it can bring somebody up, it can also remind you that Steph Curry is virtually an untouchable athlete right now. He's everything the NBA wants. Oh yeah, he's a family man. He's a great player. Personality. Yeah, his personality. He's not giant. He doesn't really fit the mold. So he really is the poster boy. And for right since. Like, he hasn't been come at for a while. Right, you know, since yeah. this big shooting thing, everybody, it's all been good. This is this lets you know that the Internet doesn't care that you can make it from half court eight saying. out of ten times. The Internet only cares about making people laugh and right, letting you know that you're one move away from them bitch-slapping you down. The Internet and, is and, undefeated. And, and they, I, they, I, I love are, that. The Internet's already turned on Chewbacca Mom. Oh, yeah. 
they already turned on her. They already turned yeah, on her. They want you to be famous, but not that how, famous. How they turn on her? Because of the, the money she's the made. money she's making and everything. I oh, was like, how, how can you be mad at that? Here's another Steph Curry meme. It just shows his shoes and it says the Harbaugh's. <laughs> Uh, hey, so one says, the one says, if Seth Curry goes and has a, yeah. has a great game, I mean, you know, the next couple <laughs> games are great. Does it save the shoe? Does it? No. No. If, it if, look, if I'm Under Armour. A style. It's got nothing to do with yeah, athletic ability, I, I, buddy. Let's say this. I, I'll, I would say this. This would be oh, the, the epic of all trolls. Let's say Under Armour rolled this out on purpose. They knew this to uh, uh, drum up some interest on the shoe, and then he's like, ah, we got you guys. This is the real shoe. That's the only thing that's going to save this. That would be, a, that would be a, the greatest be troll of all time. Yeah. But you can see it. If he goes off and has one of his games where he's just unreal, he needs then it. the meme comes back and they wow. attach the shoe to yeah. him. And they're they, like, you know, what, 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 yeah, no. what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the brilliance if they really did say, look, we're going to make these shoes and make them look old, and we're, we'll start our own Twitter campaign to call them old so yeah. it can really take uh, take uh, and that then, would be and awesome. then Steph, I love we'll that say, by the way, these are the ones we really yeah. – that would be brilliant. I bought myself a pair of new Cokes today. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's good to think, like, that there's some amazing marketing guy. But that's it's not. It. <laughs> but, like, you have to be then be so sure that next shoe was going to be fire that you, you're you willing to stake your whole career on it. That's true, yeah. You know, I, so. I, I, I think I'm, I'm with Carlos in this and this. If he has a couple awesome games, <laughs> that's where the memes will come back and be like, oh, I told you and well, everything. But it's still a hideous this shoe. This says here, Is it uh, bad? Uh, yeah. It says the John Grisham sevens. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I tell you, though, man, it's funny because, you know, it's not like, you know, Under Armour's golf line that Jordan Spieth wears is not like real dynamic. Nah. Well, that's really, golf, it, though. It, that's it, different. But, but you know what? That's not necessarily the case because Nike and Adidas. Yeah, the kid that, that's the, sponsored by Puma that's always walking on those yeah, crazy Ricky, clothes. Ricky Fowler, uh, Ian Poulter, there's another guy, uh, a designer named, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name, but he's you know kind of a high-level Thomas something, I believe. You know, He makes it for the Swedes, and they come out, and it's like tight-fitting, real you know thin, lean cut. And this un- Under Armour stuff looks like stuff, let me just... To be honest with you, pedestrian that, I, that I'd wear. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, you know, well, that's why when I saw him, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm 48 <laughs> year old dad, man. I'm telling you, if you're trying to sell golf clothes to guys who are 22, <laughs> yeah. so they look cool and different on the golf course, I don't know, dude. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Hey, welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Remember, uh, this afternoon, we're going to kick the weekend off right. Have a great happy hour. It's the best happy hour in downtown Orlando. It's at Ember, number one happy hour destination, three for one drinks. That's three drinks for the price of one. Starts at four, goes to 7.30. So it's a great way to kick off your weekend. Three for one drinks at Ember. Jeff Howes here. Hello, Jeff. How you doing? Russ Monsters. Okay. Hey, good. Hey, guys. Okay, so uh, uh, the number one consumed beverage in the world is water. What do you think is number two? The number two milk. Mo- most widely consumed beverage. Milk is incorrect. Coffee. Coffee is wrong. That's what I would have thought as well, Angel. Damn. That's tea. Not. Huh? Tea. Tea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's, oh. it's National Tea Day today. Oh. Uh, it says that, yeah, the uh, tea is the most widely consumed beverage in the world right next to water. Uh, 80% of the households in the world uh, have tea in them. And that uh, in, in America, 158 million Americans are drinking tea every single day. Uh, it's got, uh, but how do you think the Americans drink tea, which is different than ice? Yes, iced tea. Iced tea. Yeah, yeah. That's your, your favorite, right, Jimmy? Uh, I do like iced tea a lot. Um, I've been drinking, I oh, go sweet. through waves. You used to like sweet tea. Yeah, I drink sweet tea uh, still to this day. I, I try to stop drinking sodas, so I drink a tea occasionally now. Yeah. yeah I love it. 
Uh, okay, I've seen green tea. What is green tea? What does that mean? It's it's just uh, it's, it's made it's, from a different plant. Just, or, yeah. yeah, there's black tea or black pico or oolong or whatever, and green tea is uh, just has a specific different flavor and look to it. That's it. Uh, it's like healthy for you. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's like a, a healthy version. Right? Yeah, they um the, when you when you get to these poor countries, uh, you know they just put some leaves in water just to make water taste like something different. Oh, is that what it is? Well, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh. <laughs> uh, it says tea is nearly 5,000 years old. And uh, what do you think it was found first? Oh, uh, China. China. China, China yeah. got everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. All the tea in China, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Chinese, they love their tea. Well, you know, there's just not a whole lot to do in China. Right. So, well, you know, they don't, they don't have HBO. So also culturally, it was considered medicinal, right? So oh, sure, it would be considered almost in good health. Like you look at uh, drinking uh, eight glasses of water today, they would probably consider the same thing. Maybe drinking tea. Hey, real quick, just referring to a story that we, uh, we were talking about at the Steph Curry's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just really two epic uh, uh, texts that came in. Uh, one was those shows look as as if Skechers and New Balance had sex. Uh, tea is also the largest consumed beverage of those wearing Under Armour Steph Lowe's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, do you, you guys ever get the? It was popular there for a while to get, to get the tea already made in the um, the bottles. Uh, yeah, I used to like, drink a lot of Lipton. Arizona. Arizona. Uh, yeah, yeah. Snapple too. Remember? Yeah, those haven't gone away. They're still as popular yeah. as ever. Oh, really? Arizona's yeah. still a big brand. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see people drinking it that much anymore. It's got so much sugar in it. Uh, do you not go to any convenience stores? I do. I, I mean, there's a whole closet locker full that the, of different brands. It still does well? Yeah. Yeah. I think I just marked it off my list because I know it yeah. had so much sugar in it. I don't, uh, yeah. I don't drink it. But, uh, but yeah. World uh, National Tea Day. Yeah. Uh, isn't that what? Okay. The, so the, uh, the, uh, the tea party in uh yeah in boston yes that was when they they dumped all the tea out into the bay yes because they we we're not gonna pay taxes on this crap yeah, so we're throwing exactly. it out exactly they were overtaxing them on it yeah yeah and so yeah but then they but they, but but i will tell you this they were smart enough to dress up like native americans so they so if the english really got mad they'd go kick their asses oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did they did they dressed up like indians and, hey let's yeah. dress up like indians yeah. and then we'll go attack the team. yeah yeah and then and then when they get mad they'll go we say they did it <laughs> texting service checking in seven seven zero three one brought to you by david moss thank you very much dave we appreciate that up there in sanford yeah it says uh, uh black tea is fermented uh, tea green tea is unfermented that's where they get their color and characteristics uh. from but it, but is it the same tea leaf? Uh, you know, is uh, I do not know the answer yeah. to that. Okay, that's and, just what it says. I'm just kind of spewing what's typed to me. And sure. do we grow tea in in the United States? Like, do we are there are there tea farms? I don't know. I, I mean, know. for Specific, the leaves and stuff. Well, we we know that certain things grow in certain uh, like areas. Of course, California and Oregon, and though where they grow uh, grapes out there for wine, can't uh-huh. really do that in Florida because of the the moisture aspect. Apparently, they don't like a lot of water. And we get that a lot of water here, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm assuming tea is probably the same way. There are certain areas it grows well in certain uh, conditions. But you know what? It could be a cost thing, you know, per square acre of certain area that uh, that makes that particular plant maybe not uh, viable, you know. Yeah. You, you ever accidentally made uh, a pot of tea and you made it from the tea that's supposed to, you know, make you uh, flush you out, you know? Oh, no. Oh. Have you done that? Oh. Yeah? That's a bad idea. Does it work? <laughs> oh, yeah. It works within a half hour. Yeah. It will uh, It will clean you out, man. Yeah. Oof, that's, that's, that's bad news. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, and then also, too, it's, uh, it's National Ballpoint Pen Day. 
Oh, really? Oh, man, they're running out of uh, they're running really out of day. Yeah. This is the, of all the <laughs> days, this is the worst one. It's it's T yeah. day and ballpoint pen day. I, yeah. I saw a friend of mine, uh, um, my buddy Jeremiah, who lives out in uh, Eustis. His wife is was on Facebook the other day, and she holds up a handful of pens, and she says, "Okay, I'll admit it, I'm a pen hoarder." And I just kind of laugh because I have a pen problem. Uh, I say problem. It's not a problem, but. But I love good writing pens. Yeah, I do. And I, I have one specifically. It was purchased for me three Christmases ago just to do crossword puzzles with mm-hmm. because of the way it was. So no, everybody knows you don't touch that pen. I've got refills for it and the whole nine yards. It's <laughs> one of the only things I'm kind of geeky about, you know. Right. But, really? But I have, but I do have a number of, like, even if I go to a garage sale, and one of the common things is, is they'll take, like, if it's an estate sale, if somebody passed away and they're selling pretty much their goods to be able to sell the house, right? Right, right. They'll have, like, a ton of pins, and they don't put any value into them. They don't understand that some of those pins are 4 5 6 $7 a piece, yeah. and I'll buy a whole wad of them for, like, $4, or, you know, and, you know. And I will just get all these pens. I don't do anything with them. Oh, man. I bet you just walk away like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I think... done got me a whole jar <laughs> yeah. of pens. It's crazy. This one right here is valued at two seventy-five. dollars drives off in the Escalade. Yeah. Over those I done showed you, you small Indian family <laughs> Look, that doesn't I'll know get, what I, pens are worth. I finally get antiquing now. Yeah. I deserve all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm not, I'm not going to say I don't deserve it. I deserve it. I know what I deserve, Russ. The joy in your eyes when you were talking about... <laughs> Getting the deal on the pens—it's <laughs> too much, right? When do you yeah. think the ballpoint pen was uh, was uh, invented? Oh, uh, I would say twenties. Um, uh, no, nineteen tens. I would say nineteen thirty-one, but maybe I'm going to uh, go before that because think about the no, we've been what you're writing with before. Yeah. yeah, let's see, you're writing with the pen and the quill there for a while, right? Or yeah, not well, not necessarily the quill, but they did have the the, the, the fountain pen. Yeah, the fountain pen. The fountain so pen, yeah, eighteen hundreds. I'll say well, yeah. I'll say turn of the century. I'll it, say 1900. It, it was invented in 1938 by oh, wow. a guy in uh, the British Royal Navy. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, I got to tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a miracle of modern science. You got to think because it rolls around every direction. Yeah, but it doesn't go in. Yeah, you know how how, do, how, how does it do that? That's a very good question. Yeah, the other one that gets me is the thermos. Why? Well, it keeps uh, uh, your lemonade cold in the summer and your coffee hot in the winter. And how does it know? And when? And when? And when? When's its day? It's got to have a <laughs> yeah, day, yeah, right? Yeah. When thermos day. By yeah. the way, I I, I had uh, the guys over at uh, Wassie's Meats over in uh, Melbourne who sponsored Primetime Kitchen. Yeah. Were nice enough when I went over to uh, to grab my egg for those guys. By the way, big green egg, great gift for the uh, Father's Day. Oh yeah. And my buddy Craig Pyro Spot just bought an XL, one of the big big ones. Yeah. Oh really? So yeah, they have the best deal. Yeah. Unbelievable deals in Melbourne. Certainly worth the thirty-minute drive for what you get uh, for your money. But uh, uh, these guys, what? What are you laughing at? Uh, at a text, I said, "FYI, the new Steph Curry's are great for garage sales and pen hunting." <laughs> Son of a bitch! Now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, big green egg, big green egg. Yeah, we were talking about something Wasis. before that. I can't remember. Your boy, can't remember. Uh, your boy bought one, the big one. Yeah, but I can't remember what it was before that. I can't even remember why I brought it up now. <laughs> I just got smashed with the yeah. Steph Curry shoe. I, you know, I went to I went to uh, Costco again yesterday, and they have the uh, the knockoff of the big green egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I look at it, what I'm like, it oh, it, 
I can't even remember, but I look at it and, and it's it's not green; it's like orange. It's black. Well, there's a black one too. Oh, uh, there's there's yeah. like an orange one. I'm, I look at it I'm like, ah, oh, you're not the real. Thing. Yeah, you're not the real. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're an imposter. The black green egg got different parts to it. <laughs> Damn it! What was I gonna say about that? There's there's a reason I brought them up. Father's Day. Wasis, yeah, but there was something cookies, about uh, pens, pen day, antique pens, thermos day, thermos, 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 thermos. They got me one of those. Let's say I'm not gonna say the name, but one of those very very popular insulated cups that everybody has. Yeti, Yeti. Right, right. You didn't want to. There was them. a reason. Why. Oh, they're not paying you. <laughs> they're not paying anybody. They're Russ, not that's nobody. the idea. Dude. No one's making money off of them. Anybody. I love them. Uh, <laughs> God damn. It's amazing. Uh, Jeez, so to be a little bit more yes, discreet. Oh, not so good. overt, Russ. Just, just genuinely amazing. So good? yesterday around 5 o'clock when I was on my way out to Artagon, I put like ice and I put, a, you know, put some water in one, took it out, left it in the car, came back. This morning. Woke up. That ice had been in that cup for like fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't like like it never. Really? Like, like I had just put it in there. Damn! I gotta I, get me one of those. It's a good it, commercial. It was. It was pretty amazing. It really wouldn't have been a commercial. Had you just shut up? You sold you know? me, dude. Sold. You sold. Had you just Dirty shut up? Just sold me a Yeti cup. Wouldn't have been a commercial so much if you just. Stay quiet. All right. Oh, man, and when you put the pens in them, no <laughs> leaking of the ink. It's amazing. Don't, I got to run out don't. and buy some ballpoint pens and Yeti yeah. cups. Just tear that check in Thanks half, guys. Thanks Jim. Just tear that check in half. All right. Uh, when we come back, Carlos, yeah. take you to the top. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Make sure you quote me. You can call me right now. Freedom is power. Jeff, how are you going to be tonight? Uh, actually, I'm going to be at Buster's Bistro in Sanford uh, from 8 to 11. And tomorrow night, I'll be at the Cocoa Beach Pier from 6 to 10 with the Jeff Howell Trio. And that's where you can see the new Step Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear them. I, I'm sure really you would. I'm not surprised. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the fact that uh, yeah, that, that we like them. Yeah. yeah. New Step Lowe's by, by Under Farmer. <laughs> you, you know, because uh, I, uh, I always have to buy when I, I go to the factory outlet thing. And, uh, Do you really? really? Yeah. Well, that's a shocker. Yeah, and you get always, pins there. <laughs> and I have to buy wearing a size. Wait, what size you wear, Angel? Uh, 14. Okay, 14. And 14 is a little tight on me. 15 because of oh, the Oh, look at him. Yeah. Oh, look at but, that DNB. I love it. And and so <laughs> I got to get 15s, and they don't carry. It's amazing that they don't carry them. So I just have to they're, – they're, they're, I go to the, the bargain bin – and I have to take what they have. So finally, I said, you know, I'm going on the internet, and I got this shoe that I want. Uh huh. Look at that. Right? Oh wow. Oh, yeah. That. That's, That's a goodie. Cool, Adidas are good. Cool. Yeah. Good. yeah. Like my old skate shoes. And you get them cheaper too, and I can get them in the size I want. Well, this internet thing might work out, Jeff. I'm, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> into it. I might start posting stuff on Facebook. Uh, let's see what the how we're gonna get to the top. Yeah. Let's, Carlos. Let's go. Googie <laughs> doggy. Good morning, everybody. My Hi. name. Hi, Jimmy. Hello, how are you? How are you, Jimmy? Enjoying some coffee. I'm enjoying some coffee today as well. There's and, a coffee and this, day. And this really good pen that I have. Yes. I love seeing the joy in Jimmy's <laughs> face when he talks about bargain hunting. Scoring, scoring a good pen. Yeah, if I had a time machine, <laughs> I'd go back to about 22 minutes ago. 
<laughs> I'd waste one trip in it, Russ. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it That's is totally. to the top. <laughs> and every single day we try and take it to the top. How do we do that? How? I don't know. How do you do it? How? A lot of different How ways. How do you do it? A lot of different ways. Well, first off, we tell you about what's going on in life. People having it maybe a little tougher than you, maybe a little better than you. Maybe in the middle. Ah. But we're still trying to get you to the top. And uh, today's To the Top is brought to you by Bill Ray Nissan. Bill Ray Nissan, I love you because uh, that's where I get my cars at. And uh, yesterday I was there and, uh, doing a shoot. Guy walked down. I was like, hey, is that, a, is that a Rogue? I'm like, sure is. I don't know why we got into the conversation. We're like, that's a nice car. I said, thanks. Got it at Bill Ray Nissan. It's uh, BillRayNissan.com. You can actually check out uh, all the cars they have on the lot. And if you want to do your credit, just check your credit right through there. You can do that, too. It's pretty awesome. So go to BillRayNissan.com. Yes, Russy Ray? Yes. Today is a day, and I was going to bring it up, and I'm glad you brought it up right before I was about to bring it up. Oh, you mean uh, Ice Tea Day or, or Tea Day? National Ballpoint Pen Day. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. That Well, that does trump. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, so... There are two guys credited with creating the ballpoint pen. Oh, two guys? Yeah, there's two guys. There's Brothers Laszlo and Giorgi Brio. Giorgi. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're credited with actually creating the ballpoint pen. Is that, wow. is that the guy from the, the, the Royal Navy? Uh, well, it's actually was, yes, the pens came in very handy for the Royal Air Force yeah. because the ballpoint pens could be used without problem at high altitudes. Oh. Correct. Jeff yeah. was talking about. Right. And with reduced pressure. So, uh, but no, they were uh, they they were credited with the invention of the ballpoint pen in 1931, is what hmm. I have, hmm. and in 1943 is when the British the Parliament purchased yeah. yeah the patents and the rights for the Royal Air Force. Now, some interesting things about the old pen. <laughs> this is crazy. Talk about Darwin. What's that with Darwinism? The ones that basically take out the people that yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. weren't supposed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Survival it, of the, the Darwin Awards. Yeah, yeah, Darwin Awards. The an average. Of a hundred people die each year, doing from, what? Uh, choking on ballpoint pens. <laughs> what is chewing on the uh, on the, the end? Ca- on the pen oh. tops? Okay, so you get in that pen, yeah. and next thing you know, you're choking. That's uh, got to be like the worst way to go <laughs> out. <And> so, <laughs> horrible. Is, is every ink pen a ballpoint pen? No. No. Okay, because no. I, I, I'm a big fan of this Pilot G2, but I can't tell. I don't think it's got a ballpoint. Uh, that's a gel pen. That's a gel pen, right? Uh. So it's uh, there's no. There's no ball. No. We're yeah. going to come tomorrow. Russ is going to have ink yeah. in his hair. How many ballpoint pens <laughs> are sold every second? This is not that. I mean, every second? Every second. Seven. You're so close, Jeff. It's 125 <laughs> ballpoint pens. Oh, my is, God. Are you kidding? Well, I guess that is impressive because every second. Bah, 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 yeah, I guess so. I was That's thinking like, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Now, one third of the ballpoint pens in the United States are owned by Bic. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Bic got the lock on lighters oh, yeah. and pens. Uh, a ballpoint pen has. Uh, has How do those two go together? You know, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, we're gonna do pens, and let's do lighters too. I don't the know. stuff that goes in your pocket. Oh, I'm making that up. You put <laughs> pens in your pockets? Well, I guess top pockets, maybe. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I used to, I used to put pens in my pockets when I was in, uh, you know, middle school and, yeah. and high school. And the heat in Louisiana would just make them burst, and then you'd have a big ink stain right on your. <laughs> Yeah. Leg, and I keep them. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, what is the lifespan of a ballpoint pen? This is really interesting because they must have to test this out somehow. It's at, and it's you can't. It's not an actual time. It's in reference to the use of it. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, the ballpoint pen has a lifespan of about fifty thousand words. 
Oh, wow. really? Wow. Yeah. So wow. when you think about that, I mean, I, I mean that's a lot of words. But you would think it'd be I longer mean, than that. Yeah. I bet you I can make it last longer. I use smaller words. <laughs> Babe, just everything is just two <laughs> letters. Uh, now, the most expensive ballpoint pen in the world is what? Everybody, a Mont Blanc. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, now, very good. Mont yeah, Blanc. I, I, see, I, I didn't. I, I, see, I didn't want to go out like Jimmy did. I am. Also a huge fan you of pens. Are, you are. But after I saw the roasting that Jimmy just went through, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like biting my tongue. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know. Your pen story? Yeah, all my pens and the fascination I have with the Sharpie pen. So, um, You do mm. have a fascination. A nice heavy pen is good. Oh. It? Yeah. I mean, and I need them bigger because of my big hands, so those ones right. tend to work out pretty good. I always want to be that guy that has, like, the one pen that I that I always use, but I always end up, like, losing it. Or, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kind of no. like sunglasses for me. The most expensive <laughs> ballpoint pen in the world is a Mont Blanc, and how much did it And Oh, this is how much it costs. Not even like how much it's sold for. Now, nowadays, the most nowadays. expensive. The most expensive. If you're gonna buy it for the most expensive one, think big. I'm gonna say, uh, oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, let's say uh, twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred. No, so it's, it's, it's way, way, way more. A pen. One hundred and thirty thousand. Low. Are you kidding? It's not a, a titanium, pen? diamond, encrusted, guys. It's a piece right. of jewelry. Look at it. It would yeah, have exactly. to spell for me. You, uh, <laughs> you paid six thousand dollars for a watch. This doesn't have autocorrect. Stupid mom punk. Stupid mom blunt. Seventy five thousand dollars. Low seven hundred thirty thousand dollars. Is it old or new? Uh, that one, I believe, is an older one, <laughs> but they do have new ones. Russ completely dismisses it. That's right. That but think about it, dude. It's like a watch. It's like a pen. You can you can refill it, it but so. you don't use it though. What could? If you're a baller billionaire, you're like, here's the see this pen. It's worth more than you'll ever make in your yeah, life. That's, that's a power move. I mean, I'm serious. Most a lot of executives have a specific pen they keep in their inner coat pocket, and when they sign documents, they want to sign it with their pen, and oh, then yeah. it's a specific pen. It's a gift, huh. or you give them a jewel encrusted made out of precious metals. I mean, it's nothing to have them uh, cost that kind of money. In sales, man, when I did sales, you have your pen, yeah, and, that, and you don't right. take that pen that's from right. somebody, and you and if you don't have a pen on you, you're not in sales. Dude, car salesmen really? do this. Hell no. Hey. You, Use my pen. Yes, exactly. You know, they push it across the table, and I if mean, you get them to use, you know, it, it, there's there yeah. is a whole thing to pens. I always have a pen in my hand here when I'm on the show. I don't yeah. know why, but I like having one but, in my hand. But, okay, so the the, the your pen, love for Bob Dole. This Mount Blanc, this, <laughs> the seven hundred thousand is that more than what the watches? I mean, well, no, you know, watches can go. I'm assuming millions. I've never. Yeah, heard but no, no, no. There are watches, Patek, uh, Patek Philippe's, and uh, and there are a number of other Cartiers. I mean, yep. you can get in. You can get into the the gigantic money with watches. And oh, those yeah. are brand more new. Than, more than that. Those have than... no antique value. A lot of these fountain pens have antique value from Europe. Uh, that are highly collectible. My grandfather had a number of them that could be worth a lot of money. That's one of the things I search for as well. As I, so if, like, you, if you found uh, a Mont, Mont Blanc at a uh, garage sale, yeah, you just you want to buy evacu- it. evacuate yourself. Yeah, right just there. buy it and then move forward. I mean, it's not going to cost you much because few people know what they're talking about. Even the estate sale people also cross pins. Yeah. Hey, somebody texted this in. I'm not sure if it's the same company, but if it is, so Bic makes uh, pens, lighters, and surfboards. I don't know they mean surfboards. Now that is, I don't know if it's the same company, but there's a line of surf, a big surfboard, quite eclectic. It it fit in your pocket, Angel, but nobody else's. (laughs) That's not a surfboard. It's surfboard. It is. It is the same company. Really? It's the same. It's big sport. That's too funny. Big man. sport. That's a for your for, Easy. The, for the smoker <laughs> surfer. Like, right. You know, it was like uh, the lighters. Hey, so. lighters don't always have to be for smoking. Either Angel has That's a surfboard right. in his pocket, or his D has a fin. <laughs> so yes, it is That's a national. 
<laughs> Ballpoint Pen Day. So kiss your pen when you see it. Now, if you're wondering what the charity is, and you're like, no way, Carlos. No way is there a charity that you can connect to a ballpoint pen. No. Run. Don't doubt me, It Russ. cannot be done. Guess what? What? There is. What? Do you have pens laying around that don't work, or you just have too many, like Jimmy? You know, he's, <laughs> he's buying them left and right, just like property back in oh, the he's, 19th. He's into pen futures, I'm telling you. <laughs> Some of these are up to three, four dollars. Jimmy's a pen billionaire. Yeah. I regret it. <laughs> I regret saying it. Oh, my God. Well, guess what, Jimmy? You can, you can really give back. So uh, don't throw away those pens. TerraCycle and Newell Rubbermaid have partnered to create a free recycling program for used writing instruments, pens and pen caps, mechanical pencils, markers, all the stuff that were like, what the hell do you do with right. it? Uh, so what they do is uh, you sign up for their account, they collect your pens, you ship your items to them free, and they recycle and then award you points that you can redeem with charitable gifts, That's products. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, this new way of... Uh, kind of charity work where you're giving back and then you get a little bit back for right. it is, is is kind of the way things are going now sure. they're doing that with gardens where you yes. give up your, your your lawn and they've right. turned it into a garden we'll talk about that another day but um it's pretty cool you can check them out at at terra cycle and that's t-e-r-r-a cycle uh on twitter or go to facebook.com backslash terra cycle uh and you can get rid of those pens and i know you never, whenever you really, really need a pen, it's very hard to find one. Oh, yeah. You know, you're like, I need one, I need one, I need one, but uh, TerraCycle's going to have plenty. Excuse me, waiters, can I borrow your pen? They hate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't like that. They, they, they need that pen for other people. Yeah, they, they definitely. Hey, when you're a waitress or a waiter, yeah. do you bring your own pens or does uh, the place you work for uh, provide them for you? No, you got to bring, you bring your own. Uh, you, I would bring my own. You got to bring your own pens. You sure, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Now, um... It is Friday, mm. and I uh, wanted to go over some of the movie news going on. Uh, lots of big movies coming out this weekend. A lot of them. It's actually pretty packed. Uh, the big ones are Now You See Me 2, uh, The Conjuring 2, and Warcraft. Now, here is the interesting thing about that, guys. We all know what Now You See Me 2 is. It's a, act- it's a movie star-filled uh-huh. film. You got Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. uh, with the Franco brothers. I think Morgan they, Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I mean, Amy Adams, I think, yeah, is in yeah, that yeah. one. It's going to come in second place. Oh, yeah? To number one, which is going to be a horror film, The Conjuring 2. The Conjuring 2, yeah. Which has no you know, stars yeah. in it. It's a horror film. It's amazing how the horror genre just continues to be. Wait a minute. And, no, and no, it's, the, what, the guy, it's the guy, a sequel. The guy yeah. Patrick Wilson, is he related to uh, the Owen. other Will, Owen Wilson? Is he, no, no, no. Are, are they no, in the same family? I don't think so because I know the other Owen, the other Wilson brother. There's like, like three of them in there. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I thought mean, there was always two. Owen and Luke, and that's yeah. all I've ever heard of, the acting family, Owen and Luke. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, you should Owen. be able to look at the guy and tell they're related because the other two look exactly yeah, like. I think he looks a little bit like, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, no, I think... Uh, Blog and Molly would know. Blog and Molly, do you know, is, is Patrick Wilson, is he related to the uh, Owen Wilson? I don't think they are. They're not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Jimmy, I know you're a big horror film guy. Did you see The Conjuring 1? Yeah, I thought it was great. One of the oh, best okay. One of the best horror movies I've seen in quite a while. And it's based on the Warren fan, uh, the Warrens, who are a couple who really kind of started the whole uh, a paranormal investigation thing with the Amityville Horror uh yeah. yeah, they aimed to the Horror House, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah back they, in 1976. And they did that. And I think they may have had something to do with the Exorcist House as well, if I remember. I'm not 100% sure there, but uh, I saw the review on this, and they said it's really scary, not as good as the first one. And the chick who's in the movie, the lead, she's a, she's a legit, like, 
I can't say movie star, yeah, but, but you've seen her in a lot of stuff, yeah. and she's really, really good. Okay, well, it's getting good reviews. Um, it's going to be the number one film at the box office. Uh, and, uh, la- yeah, like you said, The Conjuring did really, really well. Uh, I, that, uh, the commercial for this is one of the first horror film commercials that I've seen that I was like, I kind of want to see yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Did you see, yeah. Did you see Now You See Me at all? Did you I see did. that? I, I really enjoyed it. Did you really yeah. like that? Yeah. I, I like parts of it, but I thought the the end of it was so hokey and corny. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I know. If you're a movie guy, and I, yeah. I, I want something. I, I don't know, man. They're doing... There is something kind of stupid about doing fake magic tricks on movies, you know, like the whole yeah, thing. Because you know it can be yeah, CGI. I mean, you can, can be... literally do anything you want, yeah, yeah. you know. So uh, there is that yeah. to it. But I, I would see, uh, can you see me, or now you see me too. But what I'm really interested in is Warcraft. And I think it's going to do better than what people think. Because they've done this before with some of these other things where they kind of guess where it's going to be third. I think it could go second. It looks kind of the, good. And, and, and like I'm always said, it, uh, it was hey, really good. Here's the thing you got to listen to with these type of movies. you got to listen to the fanboys. Yeah. And, all, and even though it might not be getting good reviews from the actual movie critics, the guys that w- bought the game, were into the game, yeah. loved the game, uh-huh. lived the game, bought all the merchandise for the yeah. game, they all love it. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. they're yeah. the ones that, I mean, if the fanboys weren't digging the movie and it would be getting, you know, it would be getting smashed, uh, smashed on all the internet, uh, you know, message boards and everything, they're loving it, so. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Jeff. Oh, I can't believe you're leaving out the biggest movie that's probably going to trump them all. What's that? The uh, Curry 2. <laughs> the Curry too. Yeah. No, that would be a uh, box office bomb probably. But uh, yeah, so it's supposed to be The Conjuring Two makes about thirty six million. Now you see me too drops. The second place will be about twenty four million. Uh, Warcraft will be third with around twenty million. And Ninja Turtles, the new one out of the shadows, is going to be fourth. Now, like I said, Warcraft could jump up. Now there is a movie that is being released in small release that I think is going to be very funny, and I'll be interested to see how well it does. Considering it's very niche, if you will. It's what called is? Puerto Ricans in Paris. <laughs> okay, Angel, have you seen this? Yeah. It's with Luis Guzman, I yeah, believe. That's my boy. And uh, and it's it's two Puerto Rican detectives from New York uh-huh. that capture like uh, basically they, they get a hold of a black market uh, purse rink. Uh, right. So it's, it deals with the designer world and yeah. this purse and everything. It, Fish it's out get, of water. It's, it's getting a good review. It, yeah. it is. And it's done. It was produced by a whole bunch of different uh, Puerto Rican stars. And it's kind of done in a Tyler Perry way, a little bit more low budget. Maybe this will be a new way of kind of thinking. <laughs> Pitbull's one of the producers, I think. Uh, and look, if you look at the trailer, at first, I thought it was a joke right. because it's so, you know, oh, it's pretty over, you know, with the Puerto Rican uh, talking about that in the, in the title. But it was pretty funny. And yeah. so we'll see how it does. It's only getting into a couple theaters this weekend. They're going to test it out, and then they will uh, kind of push it out and see where it, where else it goes. I might go see Warcraft this weekend. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I think out of, out of them, Warcraft. Uh, which one would you go see, Russ? You know what? For some reason, I've seen that scary movie in a long time, but that Conjuring 2 actually looks pretty good. I, I don't know why, uh, because none of those have really caught my eye. Yeah. Uh, but, hey. but I think because it has that that uh, little bit of reality, knowing that uh, it's somewhat based on these th- th- this couple that actually did go over to England because they were called over there because they're the ones that, that uh, I guess, did all the research on the Amityville house, and it's got a little bit... You know, I mean, a little bit of a touch of uh, reality to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do want to see that as well. Here's a little tidbit on Warcraft that I kind of missed on you guys. So it's gotten really bad ratings on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and people would expect, okay, it's going to be tripping out. Oh, it's not going to be good because of a $22 million uh, anticipated take. Well, guess what? In China, 
Warcraft has already amassed a record-breaking 90-plus million <laughs> international gross, getting it to like 168 million, Korea, a lot of places. So when you see Warcraft, and maybe it doesn't do as well here, it's kicking ass, and you're going to see Warcraft. Too. Sure. They're, make, ma they're making money. Hell making yeah. Money. Make this weekend a fun one. Spend some time with your family. Spend some time with your friends. Put the work to the side and have a great weekend. Today will be a great day. To the top, never stop. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we have a guest from the improv that will be here. Uh -huh. uh, it's uh, Felipe Esparza. Esparza. All right. Uh, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Jim host Primetime Kitchen. It's uh, tonight at 8 o'clock here on Real Radio 104.1. And then tomorrow morning, uh, I will host uh, House Calls with Dr. Butch. And that's tomorrow at 10. Uh, and then tomorrow night is your Orlando Predators taking on, I believe it's uh, the Cleveland uh, Gladiators. Gladiators. Yep. Uh, eight and two Orlando Predators uh, taking on the Cleveland Gladiators. So it'll be a big game tomorrow. We have a guest here yes. from the Improv. It's uh, it's a Felipe Esparza is here, and he's been in here before. Yeah, good guy. Uh, and really funny. Uh, and every time he is here, uh, we always get uh, feedback from people that are like, man, I went out to the show and he was great. He did a good job. There he is. Hey, hey buddy. How you been, man? <laughs> He's the greatest. Hey, Adam Murray's back in town. That's good What's to see as well. Adam, how you doing, buddy? Dude, Adam's blowing up, man. Oh, Adam's doing well? Adam's blowing up. He's been touring the nation. Uh, actually, if you follow him on Facebook, you should. Adam Murray. Yeah. Uh, M-U-R-R-A-Y. He, uh, he had been around the nation doing this great, almost like finding himself comedy tour. It's been great, dude. Very good. Congratulations, Adam. That's good, man. Very entertaining to follow, by the way, bro. You're killing it. It's good to see. Felipe, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Back in Orlando again. Back, man. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, is that a good thing, or is it like, oh, God, here we are again? No, it's a good thing, man. Last week, I was in Birmingham. Oh. Hoover, <laughs> Alabama. Hoover, Alabama. Hoover. You're wow. looking good, man. You look like you're part of the Hawaiian mafia. I am, man. You know, with that badass sweatsuit, you know? I know, man. I got this for my birthday, you know, so I've been I wearing like it. it, man, you know? <laughs> when was your birthday? No, I got it for my birthday last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday, right? It's your birthday. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it's fine, Bobby. Happy birthday, man! Uh, appreciate June 10? it. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Gemini, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they say Gemini have a split personality. Now we just like to split checks. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's tomorrow. Is it really? Yeah. How so. old are you gonna be, Felipe? Man, I was born June 11, 1968. Get out oh, of here. Yeah. Really? Wow. Mid 40s, you, don't, you do not look that old. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, didn't, I didn't start drinking until I was in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I quit for 10 years, you know. And crack, you know, it keeps the face young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, where, where, where do you live? Where, where are you from? I live in um, California. I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, I'm from Glendale, California now. Mm -hmm. I live in a little Russian, Armenian neighborhood. Oh, uh, yes. I'm the youngest guy in the neighborhood. Really? <laughs> Everyone's old, man. Oh, like late 60s, 70s. But that's the safest neighborhood in Glendale, isn't it? Yes, man. Unless you're involved in um, Armenian cre credit mafia. fraud <laughs> yeah. or, or uh, welfare fraud or. <laughs> yeah. Or hacking. Hacking or um, identity theft. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the, yeah, those mobs yeah. are known for. Like, who, who needs two cars and isn't an apartment? <laughs> <laughs> you never Halloween know. Halloween was the worst. We trick or treated in a neighborhood and no one was giving candy. 
They were giving out cigarettes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been happening since we saw you? Because like, you come here every year, right? Once a year? Last thing I did was um, I was on um, Comedy Central. I was on a show called um, This Is Not Happening yeah. with Ari Shafir. It's a comedy show where comedians um, tell a little story about their lives. Then they get into stand-up comedy. So I told them my story about um, when I decided to be a comedian. Well, I decided to be a comedian when I was like 12. I saw Bill Cosby in an album. Right, sure. Right before he went to sleep. Yep. You know, and um, <laughs> we, we went to sleep listening to the album, and I memorized it. I said, you're not going to be a comedian, man. People always ask me, um, you're a comedian in, in, in class now. Yeah. I wasn't. I used to open up for the, um, for the, for the bully. Oh, right? Nice. People always tell me, when you're the class clown, I say, nah, I used to open up for him. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sell his merch. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I tell a story about when I was a, when I was like in um, I was twenty years old, twenty one years old. I was going through a bad time. I already had two kids. You know, my life was going nowhere, and um, so you know when your life is going nowhere, there's, no, there's nothing else to do but smoke PCP. <laughs> right, it's true. That's what I was saying. at a driving movie theater. You know, Hell yeah. I was watching Terminator Two. <laughs> oh my God! And I got oh man, I got motivated. That movie, like a lot of people say, what what inspired you? What movie inspired you? Mine was motor. Terminator 2, man. Really? I was wearing the same clothes he was wearing. I had boots on, too, a white T-shirt, jeans. I, was, I just need a leather jacket and a bicycle. But um, <laughs> we, were, we were smoking PCP at, at the drive-in theater. Uh-huh. So I was really freaking out. We go back to the neighborhood, right? I grew up in a housing projects. It's a gated community. The windows are gated. The back door's gated. <laughs> <laughs> a real bad neighborhood, man. A restaurant used to park in front of my house every day. Um <laughs> so we get to the back to the neighborhood. There's this bully there. He's like 32 years old, and he's been bullying me for the last two years, you yeah. know, because I have long hair. My hair is not long, but it's longer than everyone else's. Yeah. Everyone else has buzz hair. Everybody there's a gangster, you know. And I'm from a gang, too. I got jumped in. And then I didn't want to join this gang, but they just jumped me in because I was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get in, man. So they, just, they were jumping people in, and they, yeah. they got to me. What's up, Batman? You want to get jumped in? I don't want to say no because then you get jumped in for being scared or yeah. being weak. Yeah. So then you're not even in the gang, and then they still jumped you. Yeah, yeah. You get so, beat up and you don't get the benefits. So I said, yeah, 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 no yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. So I hit the first guy. You know, I knocked. I hit one guy. Then everybody jumped me. People were jumping on my back. You know, and um, so they knew all of them is gang now. But I wasn't a gang banger. I didn't mess with nobody. But this guy who just came out of prison, he was like 32 years old. He was locked up for like 10 years, and he thought he was a big, bad dude, you know. And I'm known around the neighborhood now. They call me Batman, you know. I am selling crack, you know, but I'm nice with everybody. I give people credit, you know. <laughs> you give credit? <laughs> <laughs> You're full I'm of taking, stories, Felipe. I'm taking people's rent money, you know, <laughs> of collateral, you know, diaper bags, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but this guy doesn't like me. And he, he well, what's up, Batman? They started making fun of my crew, you know, uh-huh. dissing me in front of everybody. Joker, Robin. Uh, yes, man. The the whole Super Friends. <laughs> <laughs> even, uh, even the dwarf, happy, you know, sleeping. <laughs> and he goes, man, what's up, man? He punches me in the chest. Huh? And then I don't, I don't do nothing, you know, because I'm PCP'd out. I don't do nothing. <laughs> and then he punches me really hard in my face, man. Aye. In my eye, you know, it's just like, hey, Rocky, you know. <laughs> Cut me, Mick. <laughs> so... I can, you know, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be weak, you know. You know, I'm, I'm going to do something. So, man, I just start punching him, too. But this time the adrenaline's going, you know. And the PCP, we can't oh, forget yeah. about that. I feel like Hulk Hogan, you know, WrestleMania 2. 
you know, go, I'm going wild, man. And then he he gets me by a, by a chokehold, and I can't get out of it, and I'm I can't breathe, and no one's helping me. So I grab his ear, and I bit half his ear off. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like before Tyson, before anything. Let me tell you, man. People scream when you bite off a tissue of their body. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. They don't man, appreciate that it. Either. Blood was coming out, man. My I look like a walker from Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, my it was, I had blood going down my neck. Great show. And um, the neck. So I don't know what happens afterwards because I blank out from the drugs and the alcohol. <laughs> but it's like seven in the morning. And I'm walking around the neighborhood. Then I look at my body and I'm full of blood. Uh-huh. Oh my god! You know, and this, that guy went to the hospital. I broke um, two of his ribs and hit a punctured kidney. Jeez, for, just for biting his ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that's a hell of a bite. <laughs> but no, the, the, a lot of things happen right yeah. after I blanked out. Yeah. Your they said that I took my belt off uh-huh. and started whipping them in the street oh. like roots. You know what I mean? <laughs> the new one or the old one? The old one, bro. Oh, the old one. Oh, oh, What's your name? What's your name? Yeah, not that Toby. CGI whipping. Toby. Kucha Kente. <laughs> well, he's a Mexican. He was Chunta Kente. <laughs> so I was whipping them with that mix, my belt, you know, so he had Echo and Mexico on his forehead for the belt. <laughs> nice. So um, he was in the hospital, and then they said, um, he's in the hospital, bro. He said he's going to kill you when he gets out. Uh-oh. He's not going to even press charges, he said. Yeah. So they were asking, are you going to press charges? Nah, I'm not going to press charges. All this over Terminator 2? Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to be in a gang. So, ma'am, I, so I'm, now I'm scared, you know. Yeah. I got the whole world after me, you know. Nobody likes me. You know, I'm Ringo Starr. You know, <laughs> all right. You know, and now they, this black dude that uh, he's he passed away. You know already. You know someone else ended up killing him. I don't know why, yeah. but um, he he was trying to beat me up. Like he swung a bat at me over my head. Yeah, like I think to scare me. Yeah. So when he when he swung the bat over my head, I said this guy's not gonna kill me with that bat. You know he's weaker than me. Because if I had a bat and I swung, I would have hit somebody. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Come on, man, just bit somebody's ear off. You trying to scare me? <laughs> And um, so then another guy came over. He wanted to beat me up, too. And then my friend, who I used to smoke PCP with, this guy named Eli. Yeah. This guy used to smoke PCP and fix cars. Oh, my gosh. He was an expert on bugs. <laughs> I mean, it'll take him three days to move a wrench, but um, he, he was good. He was Eli. <laughs> we had a song for him, like, come on, light, you know, come on, light my fire. Yeah. Come on, Eli, fix my tire. <laughs> the time to hesitate is true. You went spooky smoking a coup. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that guy, luckily, man, he put me in one of his um his um clients' car. He yeah, drove yeah. me home. Uh-huh. Then I got scared, and I was walking around with a thirty-eight revolver now. Oh, my God. Because I'm scared, yeah, bro. You, you're literally See, you, you, seem, you seem like a nice teddy bear, huggable kind of guy. You don't seem like a, a gang member. Are you you sure don't you're... see me with bald head, bro. You'll see the... the the, the scratches I have on my head. But, okay, um, can, can, we got to take a break. Can you hold yeah, the rest yeah, of the story? Yeah, we'll All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Felipe, who the hell here. knows where we'll go from here? And who knows where we'll go from here? I thought you were going to tell food. It started off, I was inspired by Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're biting ears yeah, off. And, killing uh, yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here going, where is this I, going? I, I will tell you this. Now I know why you live in a retirement neighborhood. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, uh, he's going to be at the improv all weekend long, and we'll hear the rest of the story <laughs> when we come back. You're listening yeah, to the Monsters of the Morning. Hey, Ember, tonight, well, actually, starting at 4 o'clock, 4 to 7.30, I'll be at Ember for the uh, three-for-one happy hour. Best happy hour in downtown Orlando. It's the number one happy hour destination. Great music. It's a beautiful terrace, and it's awesome place. It's uh, downtown Orlando, Orlando Ember, and uh, join me. 
this afternoon, three for one drinks. Uh, our guest here today is uh, Felipe Esparza, who's been in here uh, many times before and uh, back in Orlando out at the Improv. You know, we got text uh, first thing this morning, Felipe, that you had a great show last night. Great. Uh, everybody had a good time. Yes, man. It was a wonderful show. There was a lot of people there, man. Very diverse. And that means that if you're diverse, you know what diverse is. So it was a good show. <laughs> I, I came with a different comedian. I brought Marcela Arguello. She's a comedian that's been at that, on that show on Comedy Central at uh -huh. midnight. She's a six foot two woman, you know. You know what's funny about the show is that um, Adam Murray is on the show. He has curly hair and he's tall. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I have curly hair and I'm pretty tall. Yeah. But our, the woman with us, she's taller than both of us. <laughs> and she has curly hair. So right. the show is, is sponsored by Paul Mitchell, <laughs> by Fitness. Right, right, right. Oh, now, I, did I cut you off in your story before? Because I, I, I didn't know if uh, if I cut you off or if you were. Uh, like, do you remember where you're yeah. going with the story? Oh man, um, I ate a brownie an hour ago, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have cotton mouth. Right, it's hitting me barely right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can so sense it, brother. Because yeah. it was like I, I could see you, you walking saw it in. Off. I do. I, 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 I messed up the story. <laughs> you can tell I messed it up. What part? <laughs> The part about uh, the jokes. I was trying to follow. I messed up, up the joke, you know but the story was on point. So the story you know is real. Edibles work. You, you eat a little. From what I've heard, you eat a little bit, and then you go. Oh, I'm, it's obviously I'm not hitting yeah. before this interview. I know. I was not enough in the beginning, though, Jim, Russ, Carlos. You know, and um, and uh, I, I was not enough. Yeah. But then I came back. And I, yeah. said, I yeah. looked over here. Okay, yes, yeah, your birthday. Okay, I wrote that down. And I, I got my notes together. I then it, I'm dude. back. But then I, now, now I'm really back. Yeah. Okay. So, I can so tell, dude. This guy, getting back to the story, this guy, you know, he was in a hospital, blah, 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 blah. You bit his ear off, bit his ear beat off. the hell out of yeah, him. Yeah, uh, so you're like, man. I, 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 how did he get the punctured lung? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even know, man. That's probably oh. his health. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's not my fault, man. Okay. He's lucky he got, he got beat up because now he know he had a punctured lung. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. That's one of the things that happens, you know, when you grow up in a, in a bad neighborhood. <clears throat> you might get stabbed, but you go to the doctor. You know what? He just stabbed your your cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did your favor. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm walking around with a 38, and I'm paranoid, you know. You know, I'm just walking around paranoid. And then um, Father Greg Boyle, this priest from my neighborhood, He's been a, he'd been a, a priest that I grew up with. Uh, he used to take me on joy rides. Like if I'm walking home alone, he'll, this priest will go, Felipe, you want a ride? And he'll give me a ride home. You know, and it's not like one of those priests you hear on TV. He never touched me, you know, nothing yeah. like that. <laughs> I was in that type of ultra boy. Right, 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 right. You know, and um, so my mom talked to him and told him, you know, Felipe's in real big trouble. Yeah. I think he's walking around with a pistol. He's a loser. Whatever he's, you he's, were you know, that guy. Your mom said that. Was, not a loser, but he's on a, he's on, a, on the way down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then, um, so he came to my house and he started talking to me about, you know, you're in big trouble. You know what you did. Mm -hmm. He's not pressing charges. What you want to do? I'm gonna put you in rehab. So I, I didn't want to go to rehab because I thought maybe you know, like it, it happened in the movies. At the French Prince of Bel Air, yeah, you know? Yeah, you meet Sandra <laughs> I Bullock. might go to a rich cousin's house. All right. <laughs> All right. I don't have no rich cousins. I have cousins in Santa Paula. I thought I would go live with my cousin Nancy and pick oranges, yeah, you know? Say, yeah. <laughs> Be a boxer or something. They box tomatoes, grapes, oranges. <laughs> so, I mean, I went to rehab. Like, I gave um, I, I gave my gun away to somebody. I think the, the priest or somebody, you know? I just gave it away. You just gave it away, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, um, I, I went to rehab with a black eye and a busted lip. Yeah. And I'm in rehab for about a, seven months with a bunch of heroin addicts because 
not that many people were going in for crack back then. It was all heroin and yeah. PCP. I'm not the youngest guy there. A bunch of heroin addicts. So do the heroin addicts look down on the PCP addicts? Yeah, they look down at the crackheads. You're a crackhead. <laughs> oh, yeah, get out of here. Come on, bro. You puncture yourself. So what about now? Do you pretty much just smoke now? Yeah. And eat brownies. <laughs> eat mushrooms or whatever you know I could do that's legal. So I'm, I'm, I'm in, it, it went very fast. I'm down. in rehab, man, uh. and I'm there, man, like sobering up. I've never been sober, you know, for a while, and I'm crying, you know, I'm having a bad time in rehab. I'm trying to leave. I want to get out of here. But I have nowhere to go because I'm scared to go back to the neighborhood. Sure. Yeah. You know, I don't want to die. No. So um, I'm there. Then the four months in, I get a, I get like a, a day pass to go home and visit. Right. Uh-huh. And then when I'm there, guess who's there? The guy I bit his ear off. Oh, there. no. <gasps> no. And he's drinking with all his homies. Is he still oh. pissed off? He's still mad? Yes, man. Oh. I could hear it now. Yeah. He's pissed. And then, man, he walks up to me. And, I'm, you know, I'm Christian now. I'm walking with a Bible. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm clean and sober. Yeah. I'm in shape of my life, you know. Yeah. I'm in shape. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to church. He walks up to me. He goes, what's up, Batman? You know, round two. Uh-oh. And I just looked at him like, come on, man. I have a Bible in my hand. You know, my mom's in front of me. Yeah. My little brother's right here. We're running in front of my house, right in front of my back porch. You know, I'm not going to fight you right now in front of everybody. <laughs> you know, this guy kicks the Bible off my, <sighs> off my hand. You Uh-oh. Know? And I said, oh, man, that's it, man. Even Jesus said it's okay right now. <laughs> you know, Jesus like, do it, my son. I'm going to kill him right now like uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, you know. I'm going to burn him at the stake. So, no, man, I hold my Bible, man. I pick up my Bible, you know, and I just hold it in. And I walk inside the house, and I'm crying in tears. You know, they're kind of, I want to kill this guy now. Crazy cry, yeah. Crazy cry. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that Mel know? Gibson cry, yeah. Uh, you know, crying, man. And then I go back in the house, and I pick up my, my Louisville Slugger, you know, <laughs> my um, little Brett Butler Dodger bat, a real Brett Butler. <laughs> Brett Butler? Yeah, Damn, man, a real nice. bat. I had Brett Butler's bat. He was, yeah, great Because I used to work at Dodger Stadium, and I had another friend named Lamont Repos, and that fool had a bunch of bats, and um, I had one of them. He had Dusty Baker, you know, but I had um, Brett Butler. <laughs> Dusty Baker. Awesome. And um, Steve Garvey, Ron Say, but oh, I had nice. my Brett Butler, bro. Run. It was a nice little 40. And um, I was going to run down, man, and beat him up. And then my dad stopped me. What are you doing? You're going to go kill that guy over what? He just kicked a book over. Think about it as a book. He goes, nah, but to me, it was more than a book, man. Yeah, man. All his friends saw. They think I'm scared. I showed a, a sign of weakness. Then I said, nah. So I went back inside. I didn't do nothing. I turned the other cheek. And then a guy, two years later, he ended up getting shot up and beat up again by uh, someone else. Yeah, oh, jeez. I thought this was going to have, a, like, a happy ending. Yeah. It's a happy ending for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's still here. He shot up. I'm back in rehab, man. I'm back in rehab. I'm telling everybody what happened. Yeah. Everybody's there telling him, you should beat him up, eh? And had a beer. And they come back like nothing happened. Yeah, because that would happen. And I said, I'm not going to let you guys, but you're like in your 50s, man. You're a lifers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. going to be like, like you guys. So, um... I come out of rehab. When I'm in rehab, this guy asked me, this priest, his father, his brother, he's not a priest, he's a Catholic brother, oh, okay. Irish guy. He goes, man, you ever thought about setting goals? I said, no, nah, I don't like soccer. <laughs> I don't like soccer. So, no, man, you ever want to do something? Yeah, I want to be a comedian. I want to go to Italy. You write that down. <laughs> I want to get it. The, the Godfather, baby. <laughs> I, want to, I want to be, I want to go to Italy, Sicily. 
Like when the Godfather, when um, Al Pacino oh, gets yeah. married, part two. And they have a band playing. I would want to go there and have a band playing in front of me, like. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to go to Italy, Sicily, but the clothes I got was Olive Garden. The, the taste. The, Taste of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> the trio, I, baby. Chicken and parm, you, you, a little fettuccine, and uh, you spaghetti. Have a, a Netflix special coming out, right? Yes, man. So after all that, man, things are well. <laughs> I have a Netflix special on Netflix. It's a one-hour special. You know, man, I dedicate the, the back of the cave, the back of the, 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 Uh-oh, the what you call it, the, the, the special, man, yeah. the back of the special. I dedicate it to a lot of dead comedians that I grew up with. Um, the names are, um, I forgot the name, Freddie Soto, Mitch Mullaney, um, this guy, oh, man, oh, oh, Joey, one, Ma uh, Joey Medina, not Joey Medina, Joey something. Yeah, yeah. One, one Ear Chooch. Uh, one Ear Chooch. <laughs> one ear chooch. Yeah. Oh, John yeah, Carter. Easy. Uh, well, it's all weekend. All right, pee on that ear. At the, <laughs> at the improv, uh, all weekend long, uh, Felipe, thank you for coming back in, man. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Hi, right, local. All right. Everybody tell what's up to everybody in that lane. What up, LA? All right, uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. The Monsters of the Morning, man. Jim, Russ, Carlos, Angel, baby. Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick GMC Studios, we are professional grade. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS-FM HD1 Coco. Beach, Orlando. Why? Yes, it is. Hey, it's uh, Friday. All kinds of stuff going on this weekend. Orlando Predator game tomorrow night. You got uh, Ember tonight. You got Jeff Howe will be at Buster's Bistro in yep. Sanford tonight. Tonight. A great time. And tomorrow night I'll be at the Cocoa Beach Pier, Keith's Oyster Bar. Yeah. The Curry Tour. Tour. All right. Yeah. Uh, real quick before you do this, uh, Diane, thank you very much. Oh, my God. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and she bring up the... Uh, uh, these uh, specific donuts are from Donut King, and oh. they're amazing. Yeah, they're, oh, Diane's are nice, too. They're amazeballs. Uh, and I, will, Diane. I will say one thing. In every sport in the world, you have your champion of champions, and then eventually they get knocked off their pedestal. They get old and knocked off their uh, pedestal. Yeah. Uh, I think I just got knocked off the longest boring story. <laughs> <laughs> I did I not know where he was going. Actually, not boring. It wasn't boring. Not boring. Yeah. yeah. But, but longest, story, longest story with no point. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. your stories aren't boring. Yeah. I've never yeah. said that. Uh, yeah. but, but they have no particular point. But yeah. But it, yours usually do have yeah, a punchline punch point. Yeah. Uh, Felipe yeah. Esparzo, uh, I was going, okay, um, <laughs> I got a break at some point, yeah. and I'm yeah. sure there's an ending here. And, yeah. 
Yeah. There it's was like, not going to be an ending. It's like parking in an area and realizing your favorite restaurant, it's at the other end of where you park, and when you <laughs> uh-huh. get there, they're closed. Right, <laughs> right, right. Another thing that people do, like when they're learning to swim, they kind of swim a little bit, and then they come back and grab the shore. Yeah. The, his shore was PCP. Right, right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> PCP. Right, right, and you know what? We we love Felipe, so it's like, yeah, let him talk. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Hey, uh, let's find out what's going on with the on, the ongoing soap opera that is uh, Savannah Swamp Girl. Hello, Savannah. Uh, How you doing? Oh, my gosh, you guys, the craziest stuff is happening. Oh, my God. That seems to be the uh, uh, theme of the day. Theme of, well, it's just, uh, of every call. Every call, oh, there's, no. there's uh, something crazy happening with you, Savannah. What's uh, what's going on now? Well, last night I caught a Cuban tree frog, and I forgot that they have toxins in their skin, and I wiped it in my eyeballs, and I almost had to go to emergency room because <laughs> um, my eyes were burning out. So, so that was awesome. So, you, I mean, you're just basically now spending your your, your life going from yeah. reptile yeah. to reptile to amphibian to uh, dead birds, to just catching yeah. animals. Like, that's you just do that for fun. <laughs> but huh? this isn't the first time a secretion has called your eyes to stink. Easy. Wow. Wow. Hey, that wasn't nice. We got to keep it kid-friendly, jerky. <laughs> jerky? I thought it was masked yeah. quite well. Um, so, guess what? What? I'm going to Cuba. Cuba? What? Wait, wait, okay, okay, now, if you remember correctly, she told a story a long time ago. There's some Cuban crocodile swamp that she wanted to go to. It's it- called Zapata Swamp, and it's way down into Cuba, way past Havana. And I was just down in Key West. And my friend Sherry Murphy took me to the Key West Yacht Club. And I met, because I met the photographer from the Key West paper who was supposed to take me out to the to the Key West prison animal farm. <laughs> okay. And we're, they were going to do a story on me, but the animal farm was closed when we were supposed to go. So we were talking at the Yacht Club with all these fancy people, and they're all going to Cuba on the 20th of June, and they asked me to go, so now I'm going to Cuba. So, okay, I can only imagine the <laughs> Key West Yacht Club is a bit on the uh, the fancy yeah, frou-frou side. Yeah. How did you... Uh, oh, did you did you fit in very well? Did you try to uh, speak a little more intelligently, or did you? Um, or were you just fit in anymore? Here's what I do: uh, I recognize the fact that people don't think that I'm real, yeah. and they think that I'm like a toy or like some sort of thing that's not a human. Right. So I just play into that part of it. That's a good call. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and look, it's gotten you uh, where you are today. <laughs> I know, and I'm doing so good right now. I'm under a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What are you doing under a bridge right now, Savannah? Would you move in there? I was on that big, big, huge bridge that lasts for like seven miles, and I wasn't going to be able to call you guys in time from inside the Jeep, so I had to pull it over underneath the bridge so I could call you so you could hear me. The seven-mile bridge. You're underneath the seven-mile bridge in Key West. Yes. Huh. Wow. And I'm... <laughs> I'm talking to you guys to tell you that I'm going to Cuba, and I'm so excited. And I need Carlos to tell me, like, if he knows some, where some of his family is, because all these people are staying at a really fancy resort in Havana, and clearly I cannot stay at a really fancy resort in Havana. So I need to rent a room from one of the Cuban people. <laughs> so yeah. you, you want oh, one, of Carlos, one of Carlos's <laughs> family members, yeah. you want to uh, stay with them. You yeah. want to Airbnb yeah. with them. Yeah, they have, they have no internet, but they didn't send a smoke signal to say, hell no, don't bring that bitch to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and, how- and here's what I have to do because I don't have internet. 
So I have to write all these phrases of things that I need to know when I'm in Cuba, and then I have to screenshot it. So I have it saved in my phone. Uh-huh. Nice. When I get to Cuba, I'll have a Cuban cell phone. Mm-hmm. But until I get to Cuba, like, like I have screenshotted, uh, por favor, Cocodrilo Gigante. That's good. That's well, a huge crocodile. Well, oh, oh, that's a huge crocodile. Yeah, please, the hu- you're basically saying please the huge crocodile. <laughs> uh, my favorite band. <laughs> so um, I'm going to, when I get there, the people from the yacht club are taking a big yacht over there, and I'm flying. So I will meet them there in the afternoon. Wait, 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 to- why don't you go on the yacht with them? Because the yacht's all full up. Oh. oh, you can stow away Cape Fear style? No, I couldn't. I already tried that. And ah. plus, they already had to send the manifest over with the amount of bodies they have on it and all their information. And so I missed that part of it because this is kind of a last-minute trip to Cuba. And I would have used all my parliament points for a boat ride, but I used that for the plane ticket. <laughs> How much was a plane ticket to go from Key West to, uh, to Cuba? Not very much. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to go to Cuba, and then I have to find a guide, and then the guide is going to take me down to Zapata Swamp, and the photographer and the video crew that are going are actually going to photograph and document and do research with flamingos, but where the flamingos are, the crocodiles will be. Ah. So, so Savannah, I get to go with them. Are you saying the potted swamp? Zapata. Z-A-P-A-T-A. Zapata. Yeah. Zapata Swamp. Oh. Look, if you want to get people to kind of... You know, be with you. You got to find a tour guide. I, I want you to go in the town square and just start screaming, Liberta! Liberta! Yeah, right? Liberta! Can you do that, Savannah? Ooh, that's not going to go over well. That means liberate Cuba, right? No. Liberta! Yeah. Liberta! There you go. That yeah. You'll definitely be able to cheer that for at least 15 seconds before being tackled by small yeah. Cuban men. Now, uh, do they. Do Castro's they like, goons will be on yeah. you in a second. Do they like Americans in Cuba? I know we just started going Love there. Love Americans. Oh, yeah. Love Big, Americans. Big, tall, yeah. blonde Americans. Yeah. In fact, you get used to the term Gorilla Blanco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really love our back right pocket. Ay, Dios mío, es Shaq, pero una mujer. Which means? Uh, it's really Shaq, but a woman. Well, right. Just think. Shaq with a woman. actually said what's, that all in English. What's Spanish, what's Spanish for Blondzilla? <laughs> hey, Savannah. I not that word yet. Think about this. Okay, so just in the past, uh, I don't know, six or seven months, you've been able to go to Australia. Now you're traveling yeah. to Cuba. You're, but you're a world traveler now. I know. Thank God I got a passport. Yeah. I'm so excited that I got that. And I'm so excited that I get to live life. So my message today is this. All the little kids that might be listening or all the parents that are going to school or to your work and you hate your work, like, if you don't like your life, change it. And you can be happy every single day. Under a bridge. (laughs) Under a bridge. (laughs) Now. With with, uh, frog juice in your eye. (laughs) Hey, so. um, Easy. Currently, you still don't have a job, though, right? You're just going around visiting animals. I got to do that, too. And, Russ, gypsy is a job. <laughs> it's hard work. Gypsian is very tiring. <laughs> Gypsian is hard. I think what I'm doing right now is a job. It just hasn't gotten to the part right now where you get paid for it. Huh. But I'm pretty sure that going to these places and showcasing these things and endearing them to the public is an actual job. It's just a job that I love and I don't get paid for. So do you see this paying off at some point where someone's going to see all of your videos, all the things you've done with all the different reptiles yeah. and crocodiles and snakes, on the, and, and then maybe uh, 
I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, you, are you still wanting Farm to be, work at uh, Gatorland or some Gator Farm? Is that still the uh, the I goal? I want to work at Gatorland, but something's wrong with their computer system, and I couldn't get my resume through to them again. And they told me not to email it directly again, <laughs> and not to get a bunch of people to call them and bug the crap out of them like I have before. Oh. So I'm trying to do it the right way. Uh-huh. They called me something I mean, like New Sense. I think it's French <laughs> <laughs> for fine lady. New Sense. Listen, listen. Let me backtrack for a second. I am under a bridge, and everything I own is in my Jeep right now, but I'm the happiest girl, and I get to have the most fun of everybody in the world, and only because I'm super positive, and I love people, and I love kids, and I love animals, and I heard and that's what fuels the trip. Yeah, and I heard frog, uh, oh, I messed that up. Oh, <laughs> so close, we're gonna, so close. We're going to keep on moving. Yeah, hey, PCP, Savannah, PCP. So you've been down in Key West for some time now, and, and uh, of course, the only thing to really do in Key West is to walk around and go bar to bar drinking, yeah, right? And, and fish, and I don't, I, you don't. Lots you, of gay sex, dude. You don't like you don't like the fish, do you? No, I don't like the fish, but I did go out to lots and lots of different bars and lots and lots of different parties because I had to try to get this, to know the people from the yacht club better. Mm-hmm. But it always ends up awkward because I don't really know what to say and I don't know how to talk about grown up stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you please pass the great poopoo? <laughs> what, what kind of what kind of grown up stuff have they talked about that uh, that you thought you might want to participate with, but you you just didn't because you didn't want to embarrass yourself? What what kind of things were they talking about? Well, they're mostly older white men you know in the yacht club and like they've lived in key west forever and i will tell you what happened i was sitting at, a, at the bar and i was talking to people and i was explaining to them what i do which is nothing really but something <laughs> yeah and then uh this old man reached across the bar and totally rubbed my boobs right and i was so off put by it but i thought like okay he's an old man that must have been a mistake right? like, <laughs> I'm right. going to give him the benefit of the doubt, because who expects a fancy person at a fancy bar to do something like that? Not he, me. He just gave you the old, huh? <laughs> like, the old, like, you know, huh? Oh, I love that. He just, uh-huh. did, he just gra- did he grab, or was it just like a, uh, like, a sweat? He just rubbed his hand and his arm across my boobs, like, to reach over and grab a lighter. Do you think he was testing them in order to see, like, I think you need a new one, yeah. and uh, I'm willing to purchase it for you for one night in bed? Yeah. Pressure's about three pounds low on that bright one. After that happened, I was like, okay, whatever. I got up from the table because I was uncomfortable. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, Sherry Murphy is very prim and proper and conservative, so she's not going to come save me from some creepy old white man that's trying to hit uh, on me or whatever he was doing. So then he was like, well, you know what? I think you're absolutely wonderful. We're going to have a great trip. It was so nice to meet you. And he patted me on the back. Mm-hmm. When he patted me on the back, he dropped his hand and grabbed my ass. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. He, so how's, he, how's his a, hand? Yeah. Is, yeah. is he is the same rough? one that invited you to Cuba? Because you might be in trouble. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's not the one that invited me to Cuba. He's just going on the trip, and I will stay far, far from him. He probably thought you were a lady of the night. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was like, look, this is the international way to see if someone's a hooker, yeah. a boob honk, yeah. and then a slide a grab of the ass. Slide grab, yeah. And she wasn't buying. She kept talking about gators. He didn't think I was a hooker because my tattoos were covered and I had a nice, nice, fancy dress on. I look like a respectable person when I dress up. I clean yes. up really good. I'm sure but everybody that, thought you were some executive assistant. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, here's, the, here's the weird thing. He grabbed, Is that Cameron Diaz? Yeah. He grabbed her ass and then he rubbed his eye and it started burning for hours. <laughs> oh, God. I got gypsy skeet on my face. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. That was originally that. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. So what did you say to him when he grabbed your ass did you say anything hundred dollars said oh my god and i walked away i didn't even know what to do because i'm not going to punch 
some old man in the face. I kind of like that. Fancy bar downtown Key West. I'm going to be the one that gets arrested. Yeah. Well, you, you probably were the sober one, right? Yeah, I was the sober one. I mean, if high don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying that, Carlos, because that was where the comma came in. (laughs) If I don't count. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right, well, hey, I'm happy. Hey, Savannah. Savannah. Listen, my mama called me, and she said, you ain't going to Cuba. Why? And I was like, yes, I am. And she was like, you going to get over there and get raped, and you're going to get over there and get now, killed. Yeah. Now, now, what made her stop talking in her native English tongue? <laughs> There's way too much Obama residue over there. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what she said. And she does not want me to go to Cuba because she thinks I'm never going to come back. And you know what? If I find a cool job in Zapata Swamp, I understand that I can't speak Cuban. But if I find a great job in uh, Zapata Savannah, Swamp, it's called Spanish, I'm baby. Yeah, and you know what yes, they say about Cuba? Spanish. Filled with jobs. Especially yeah. in a yeah. swamp. The yeah. swamp has so many jobs. Uh, there are man. really so many things when, to do in Zapata Swamp. When I go to, you know, ladders.com, yeah. every single place is from Cuba. Come and work for me. Come and work for me. Right. <laughs> but, it, but it is a communist country, and you could go over there, and if you become a citizen, you get all your medical, you get all your schooling, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will love me in Cuba. They like, will. how amazing, right. like, for them to be able to see something that looks like me. <laughs> yeah. right. How do you feel about weekly rolling brownouts? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, when you don't have power. Yeah, that's uh, daily, actually. Yeah, because that's pretty much how it is. Uh, there's... Oh, that's okay. You know, power's kind of overrated, you know, candles. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. And, and right. not, hot, hot water, who needs it? Savannah, yeah. it is freaking amazing that this uh, this adventure that you've been able oh, to yeah. go on. I mean, I really admire it. You, you're, you've gone to Australia. You're, you're 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 kicking ass, and to go to Cuba, I mean, that's been a long lifelong dream, being part Cuban, and uh, you're gonna have a blast. But be careful out there. Yeah, I'm going to be careful, but I wanted to go to Cuba since I was little, before the Cuban crocodiles. Like, I wanted to go when I was little when I used to watch I Love Lucy, and I love Ricky so much. Yeah, and their sandwiches are the bomb. (laughs) Ricky Ricardo, yeah. Now, you you should be uh, chronicling all this. You should be writing it down, your adventures. Well, she's filming all of it. I mean, oh, she's yeah, I mean, on, yeah, she's yeah. really great you, at, on Facebook. I mean, everything she's doing, you can and, you can watch. And you should write a book about your adventures called uh, "Who Needs Money or Soap." Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually wrote it in Frog Skeet, but I didn't realize it's like invisible ink; it disappears in a little bit. But listen, listen. How many times am I going to have an opportunity to go to Cuba with a film crew and a photographer? Oh, you, you didn't say there was a film crew yeah. or a photographer. Yeah. yeah, are you filming a Cuban porn now? I mean, yeah. why, yeah. What's, why, why is there a film crew and a photographer going? I told you there's a film crew going to, to the flamingos. do research study on the flamingos, but oh. where the flamingos are, where the crocodiles are. Uh, honestly, S- the- Savannah, I saw a Discovery Channel thing about the the marine life in the in the, oh, in the in reptiles Cuba? in yeah. Cuba. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like it's untouched. Yeah, and and yeah. Um, it's supposed to be some of the biggest sharks in the world yes. are over there. I know you're going for uh, the Cuban crocodile, but um, and, I think you're going to be blown and away. And don't worry if you get bitten or something. Hospitals are right there, yeah. right there, <laughs> actually, waiting to help you out. Actually, you're in good shape. The, it, yeah. the crazy thing is, Russ, there are hospitals, and they have so many doctors there. They're actually yeah. known for their uh, medical, you know, yeah, stuff, and, and right. advances in cancer. Absolutely. They're flying people over. Yeah. Yeah. But um, well, I'm not worried about it. I think once the crocodiles see me, they'll be like, oh, yay, she came to visit us, too. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they will. Um, all right. When do you leave to go to uh, the Cuba? Right now, 
I'm going to Key West because I have to check on my crocodile monitor because he's uh, he's being babysat at Tom Crutchfield's. And then I have to go see the alligators at the Everglades Outpost. And then I'm going to go see Mitch English. Do you oh. remember him yep. from the Fox Orlando News? Yeah. He's flying into Miami. And so me and him are going to go party around Miami today. And, and then, and then I got to meet an old Carolina. man. Yeah. What's that? And then I'm going to drive to South Carolina all today. All today? Yeah, and then on the 17th, I have to come back to Orlando because Gage flies out of Orlando on the 17th, and then I go back to Miami to go to Cuba. I mean, uh, uh, Savannah, how much money do you have in your bank account right now? Since I bought that ticket to Cuba? Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> it's amazing that you're able to travel everywhere, take a big ass puff of that cigarette, and blow it right in that Cuban crocodile's yeah. hey. face, and say, "This is South Carolina strong, Castro." In, in a pinch, like Savannah, in a pinch, if you've got to raise money, like what yeah. do you do to earn uh, to earn money in a pinch? I let that man put his hand on my breast. <laughs> what? No. He gave me a Lincoln for that. Here's the thing. Here's how I feel about Lincoln. it, and this is just me. Yeah. When I get back, I'll get a job and I'll get back on my feet. But I'm not going to pass up this opportunity to go to this country where all of this amazing stuff is going on. Because pretty soon the Americans are going to go over there and trash it all. Mm -hmm. So at least if I get in first, I'll get to see it all in its still in its wonder and all of its beauty before it gets all dirted out by us. Right. As she smokes cigarettes and throws them on the ground in Cuba. Um, <laughs> does it, babe? I'm not going to do that. And I'm taking lots of things for, like, the Cuban people. Like, I'm taking aspirin. I'm taking blue jeans. I'm taking towels. I'm taking batteries. Believe it or like not, that's that, that you need all that because that's a, uh, one of the ways uh, barter, yeah. bartering is... Uh, uh, aspirin and, 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 her, and her old blue jeans? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, do you take, uh, you take Levi's? They want Levi's jeans uh you take uh if you can get uh sodas actually mm, can uh, sodas bruce springsteen uh, cassette tapes so yeah. man, how many how many pairs of your old blue jeans are you taking to cuba however many they want i guess i'm actually bringing just one when i was bigger and already six cubans are living in it <laughs> oh man uh, man oh man that was harsh. they need lots of band-aids over there too i guess for when people get hurt so I'm gonna take stuff that I can I can be like Santa Claus in Cuba and be like come and have some of my medicine. All right. Well, listen. So next <laughs> next uh, what's, what's, what's you're gonna have a lot of Cuban dudes going. Oye, mami, tú eres el doctor. Next, la medicina, por favor, dame la medicina. Next Friday is the 17th, so you're leaving to go to Cuba next Chico. Friday. Will, will you be able to call no, us? I leave to go to Cuba on the 20th. Oh, okay, okay. So the next week you can call us then. Yeah, or I could come there because I'm going to be in Orlando. Okay. Oh, you just right. call. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, have a butt face, Jeff <laughs> Have a safe trip, Savannah. Yeah, we got to go to break. You, have a safe trip, all right? Okay. Love you guys. There you go. That's the, the ongoing story that is um, Bye, Savannah Swamp Girl. All right. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Hey, guys, if you have yet to get your Central Florida golf card, do it now. CentralFloridaGolfCard.com, only $149. That gets you 14 rounds of golf at some of the premier golf courses here in Central Florida, Rio, Pinar, Orange Lake, Metro West, and other great courses from coast all the way over here to Orlando. So pick them up now. There's only 25 left, I think, guys. It's CentralFloridaGolfCard.com. Very nice. <clears throat> 407-916-1041. Check out our website, monsters.fm. There's all kinds of cool stuff on the website. Uh, yes, Angel. Uh, 
All right, so you know that um, I'm celebrating my birthday on Saturday night, right? That's right, Frankenstein's. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, so uh, one of our listeners, um, have you guys ever heard of the Party Patch? No. Uh, I've heard well, of I, it. Well, I, think Cosby, I, I think I know where it's located. <laughs> <laughs> Not where I was going with oh, this. Oh, my bad. Sorry. GPS. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I usually end up there, but wait, uh, what, what do you mean? So this is the ultimate natural hangover defense. It's called the party patch. Oh, oh. I, I'm going to put this to a test. I got a couple extra if you want to try one. I do. So uh, apparently what I got you're supposed to do. I one drinks today. Yeah. <laughs> what you're supposed to do is uh, put this on right, uh, yeah. before you go partying, and it should, you know, it should help you uh, handle your hangover. Where where do you where do you put the party pad? So from what I was instructed, it's like uh, like a flat you know flat part of skin mm-hmm. like on on your back here or okay. your arm. It's hard to find. Why a flat. Are, why are you rubbing your why rubbing your man boobs? Hard to find a flat spot. I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of, I got a lot of curvy spots. Yeah, right here on your shoulder. Okay, right on your shoulder. Okay, yeah, yeah. right there, on so, top of my head. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, I'll give you a couple if you want. And yeah. Then, uh, uh, definitely hit him up on Twitter. It's a uh, party patch. No, I would like to try that. Now it's just supposed to uh, cure the hangover. It's not supposed to. What does it say? Cure. No, not not cure. It's uh, uh, help you manage prevent. it. Yeah. yeah, or prevent. Yeah, right. Prevent. Right. Yeah. Reduce. Yeah. Reduce. reduce. Yeah. Huh? You'd have no the way of knowing. The though, most natural way to help reduce a hangover. Yeah. Hmm. That way you'll feel better. Partypatch.com. Right here local. Did somebody send that to you? Yeah, the, she dropped them off. Uh, she heard to me that I was going on, so she and she was concerned for my well-being. Isn't that <laughs> nice? Uh, hey, so, okay, you're, you're obviously you'll be the DJ, the official DJ at the Orlando uh-huh. Predator game on Saturday night. And then when you go to Frankenstein's, are you working or is it? A, I'll be working. It's easy, But it, that place is cool. And um, the, it, all the guys, Pete and the whole crew and everybody there. It's oh, a, it's lot a of fun. cool place. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, probably one of the most beautiful wait staffs in all of downtown Orlando. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a fun, fun time. Great food, great drinks, great beers. So, Very good. Yeah. I like that little upstairs area. Yeah, that, that's a lot of fun up there. Yeah, yeah. What's sketchy sometimes is when it's jam-packed and uh, the girls have to, you know, wa- watching them walk up there with a whole tray of drinks. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see the story of uh, the guy that uh, from Volusia County, and uh, they read him the, the, the verdict, you know, he was up for murder. Right. Uh, he murdered his, uh, allegedly, or well, I guess, not, I don't yeah, know. They, uh, they convicted They him. convicted him of, yeah, yeah. They uh, convicted him, uh, found him guilty of first-degree murder, uh, the death of his girlfriend. And as soon as they read the, the verdict, he passed out on the floor. Really? Just, just fe- passed out and fell down. And, and you don't hear that happening very often, no. do you? Usually, if they know they did it, they're like, oh, I was expecting that, and they give yeah. some sort of a face. And, yeah. Or, uh, but you, people don't usually pass out and fall out on the floor. There's yeah. a video or a clip of a kid. Um, this was a young kid, and he got in trouble. Um, I think it was an assault, uh, sexual assault kind of thing or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And this, he was supposed to be like a, a, a prodigy for basketball. Right. Like he was, you know, his, you know, his whole entire future was in front of him. Got found guilty and not trying to make light of uh, everything that happened, but that instant when he was found guilty, he's like, oh, God, and, like, crumbles. It, and yeah. and they caught it on camera. Him well, f- they got this on camera oh, as okay. well. This, this guy passes out, and uh, it, it makes me wonder. Okay, so if he passed out, yeah. he was not expecting to be found guilty, right? I guess, I guess not, or, or was just hoping upon hope to be found not or guilty. Or when the reality either. of it sets in. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. When the reality of it sets in and you've been, you know, you're guilty. How come we don't hear that all the time, though? Yeah, people Seems convi- like it. Convicted. Uh, well, yeah. some, people are, out. some people are sociopathic and they've uh, separated yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, no emotions. Oh. It, it doesn't matter to them. It'd be different than killing a fly. So this is an, an emotional murderer that uh, <laughs> was very sensitive. <laughs> it's an emotional murderer. We're saying the person uh, doesn't feel emotions or sociopathic. And, they and don't understand but, empathy. Well, I'm saying, how come this one passed out is my question, though. 
Yeah, um, I mean, it, what, are we, what he's saying is it, it could it could be a number of anything. He could have thought he was getting away with it. Right, and right. can't believe, you know, he got convicted. Or maybe he's just somebody that likes to take long showers. Uh, at PCP. <laughs> I didn't get it. Not a bad save. <laughs> I'll give, you know, the original joke will give a two. Save will give a six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's making, it's, it's making all the news because the guy passed out when they killed ended a, it. Ridden. Killed a 28-year-old mother. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so, this was his girlfriend, it says. Uh, he's 43. Yeah, he looks considerably older than her. Yeah. yeah. I hope he burns in hell. I do too. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the video now. Takes you a shower. Do you see him? Yeah. Do you see him pass out? No, no not yet. I'd like to see him look like a little bitch. Obi, Obi wets himself. Yeah. Hold on, I'll show you right here. They show him passing out when they read the verdict. Oh, and yeah. He, uh, one, two, three, and he goes. <laughs> First geez. degree murder hits the floor. First degree means he intended to do it, guys. So it wasn't like an accident or. Right. He wasn't driving drunk or anything. First degree means he went out and sought her to kill her. And it he like, left his home with the intention of her dying. It was on a boat or something, and he threw her in the water. Or something oh, like that. Yeah. Oh. So basically, they could prove that he took that trip for the sole purpose of killing her. Yeah, that's what he, that's what they said they can prove. So if you fall, if you faint, uh, you know, when they they tell you, you know, first degree murder, uh-huh. and you faint, and you bump your head, and you hurt, do they t- do they take you to the hospital? Yes, they do. Or, oh, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-oh. Yeah, they have to. That's kind of, yeah. you know. But, uh, I mean, you know, you watch all those Dateline shows. Yeah. And all those murders, like 90% of them, are all to do with love. And somebody getting, you know. If, oh, if, sure, if, if, man. If, was it his ex-wife, you said, Jimmy? Oh, uh, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah. girlfriend, yeah. You know, it's just like the, these guys and these women get their emotions out of whack. And they just have to get to pay back somebody. Yeah. Or, or they can't be without somebody. And, and then you end up doing the stupidest thing you ever do in your yeah, life. Yeah, it's that whole... Uh, it's that whole "if I can't have you, nobody else will" type yeah. thing. It's a nar- I mean, it's one of those narcissistic uh, personality traits where traits where you have to control at all times. You know, it's just one of those things. <laughs> Ugh, hate those things. I, I I like watching those Datelines. I do too because it is interesting and mis- You know, and and then I can va- like I can rationalize in a weird way. Okay, well that person died because they got involved in this thing. Yeah. But when it's the random cases of like. Yeah, they went in and killed this person, and it had nothing to do with anybody. Right. Those are the scary-ass yeah. ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, just that indiscriminate murder where just de- no rhyme or reason for anything, just death. And and you and there's so many of these. Every day, there's like five different shows that cover five different cases that are all crazier than the next one. Oh, yeah. You could start another show, and you would, another another five shows, and you wouldn't catch up with all these kind of cases. Never in a million years. I wonder if they've ever had someone where they read the verdict, you know, and uh, right. you're guilty of murder, and, and they and they. They just died of a heart attack. Like, like they were so. Well, there's out. people who've committed suicide in court. A guy snuck in a cyanide pill, and you can actually yep. see that on you YouTube. The what? guy once he gets uh, once they say that he's guilty, you see him go to his mouth and he puts something in his mouth, and not even a minute later, he's convulsing and dies. Uh, I believe dies in the courtroom. Wasn't where would you guy? Where would you get a cyanide pill even yeah. if you wanted one? I believe he was a rich guy, right? He he was something. Yeah, yeah. He was. I don't think he would. Yeah, he was one of those guys like that dude in Windermere who got caught up in something. In, yeah. Why, Russ? You looking for one? Yeah. Yeah. I got a guy. No, I'm just wondering where you I got get a guy. It. I, yeah. you know, I'll put a call in for the, you. The last words the, hell of a high. the last words that guy heard before he died yeah. was his lawyer slapping him in his face going, we were going to appeal. <laughs> in PCP. A sh- in a shower. <laughs> All right, now you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Take a few minutes and tune in to Primetime Kitchen tonight, right after Tom and Dan at 8 to 9. 
We'll have Heather McPherson on, former food editor for the Orlando Sentinel, and Joe Esposito, owner of Mama Louise Restaurant. We'll talk about uh, hurricane preparedness for the gourmet cook and other cool things regarding the food industry, chains versus local, all kinds of cool stuff tonight on Primetime Kitchen. Check it out. And you can join me this afternoon at Ember. I'll be at Ember. It's uh, three for one drinks. You can't beat that. Three for one drinks. I'll probably be, look, I'm supposed to be there from five till uh, what, five till seven. I usually uh, get there at four to seven thirty. Good. Because might as well just uh, you know, go ahead and uh, post up and have fun. Yeah, get a good seat. And, get a good seat. Get a good get, seat. Sit there. Three for one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you and don't get, need to move. No need to move. Get ready for the weekend. It's a great happy hour. And uh, come by and say hi. And uh, I think uh, Blog and Molly's giving me all kinds of T-shirts to give out and all kinds yeah. of cool stuff. So it should be very, very cool cool um i got uh, i got an email today and i thought uh i would actually i got this uh several days ago i'm kind of backed up on them and i do yeah. appreciate when people send me uh email if you go to monsters.fm there's a little thing that says ask triple r you can click on that mm-hmm. and i believe that's what she did uh or you can just email me directly russ at wtks.com this is says uh, hi russ i love you guys and i've listened to y'all for years, and I need some advice. I'm 48 years old, and so is my boyfriend. We've been together for two years. We both have two kids, uh, and since our places aren't big enough to all move in together, I stay at his place when I get when I don't have my kids. Right. I have uh, kids 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think after two years plus that uh, together that uh and and that our age we should be moving in and moving forward by now i mean uh, moving in together and uh, getting married i just want to see what your opinion was uh so what that would mean is four kids in the house at one time yeah man that's a lot of kids <laughs> man oh man that's a lot of kids that's a lot uh, of kids and is there a time is there a time uh, you know uh, Two years is like is that? I guess what she's saying is, well, I'm 48 years old, you know, a little bit older. It's not like when you were 22 and you Mm -hmm. move in with someone, you want to give it some time to make sure, you know, you get a little bit older and uh, there's, um, uh, you know, father time is ticking, and so is uh, absolutely. I can help her out. Yeah, what what do you think? Um, I didn't realize this about myself until a buddy of mine ran into somebody, and then we were talking. Mm -hmm. I'm the setup guy. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. So, um, and let's say in the last, from the moment that I've gotten into radio, Uh um, every woman that I've dated, after they've left me, Uh they instantly got married. Okay, yeah. He was a primer for the pump, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Priming that pump, yeah. Yeah. That's funny because 80% of the girls I've dated were already married. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if she's trying to get married... Date me for like six months. We'll break up, and guaranteed you're going to be engaged uh, within weeks. Well, I think she, it seems like she still loves her boyfriend here. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying just date Angel for a week. Yeah, uh, go back to yeah. him. Go marry you like that. Exactly. Awesome. Speed up the process. Now I know why Russ would visit Angel after every marriage. <laughs> I go to, to Angel's house. Yeah. He'd hit it real quick, and next thing yeah. you know, I'm not, married. Not really in the downtime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Two. He says she says two years plus, and she's like, "Do you think it's time? Uh, uh, I mean, moving in together or getting married?" Uh, I mean, Russ, you're near her age. Do you feel that clock ticking? You know, uh, <laughs> I've always that clock's always ticking. You yeah. know, I, like, like, I, I think like, Russ's clock was ticking in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recap I mean, it real quick. So what? She's moving in with her ex. Okay, she, no, no, she, she's not moving in. She, it's her boyfriend. Yeah. They've been dating for two and a half years. They they both got two kids. Okay. Yeah. So you know, there's not a whole lot of room. Yes. Uh, for the you know, no indication yeah. of they, how old the kids are. Is there? There is not. Because that uh, could be. Uh, 
I mean, because if they're all yeah, and, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm 48, and my kids are out, almost out of the house. They're all like over okay, 19 okay, years okay, old. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay, but okay. but I know a 40 year old that has a 10 year old. But Jimmy, okay, Jimmy, so it's all relative. Okay, or 48 okay. has a but 10 or 12 year old. At one point, you had four kids in the house at yes, one time. I mean, I did. obviously, it's more expensive and it's more. Uh, more difficult to have four kids, and so, but then again, if you have to split up, and, and she has a place and he has a place, then uh, that's probably more expensive. What, what, yeah. Which way would you save money? Well, uh, I mean, I think they could get a big place. Yeah, yeah, I think they could get a big place and pool all their you, oh bunk beds. You're gonna yeah. save. You're gonna <laughs> save beds. more money under one roof. Yeah. There's no question to save more money on under yeah. one roof. It's uh, one power bill, one water bill, one cable one bill, insurance, one yeah. insurance bill. So there's no question that it's going to be easier. But the thing is, is the moving in thing is not a time-regulated scenario. Yeah. It does, I mean, you're not entitled to move in with somebody because you've dated for two and a half years. It doesn't really work like that. No. It, it is It is a scenario where if you find each other cohabitable, uh, uh, if you find that other person uh, easy to cohabitate with and their kids are uh, good kids and you think you can pull it off, well, then maybe you consider it. But if not, man, I mean, you know, that's, that's that's a big move because you're evacuating two areas where you live. You're moving in another area. Things are combined now. Yeah, you're around you get, each other it, all, it, yeah, all it, the is, time. You have to be considerably certain that you're ready to go for that. The question is, yeah, is two years is that enough? To, is that like okay? Now it's been two uh, years, uh, so we two, should we should just move in together and get married? I don't it, think that, so. But that's all relative. It, that could be two weeks for some people. But right. what I'm saying is, it, she can't look at it like she's entitled to move in with him just because they've dated two and a half years. Well, the fact that she's sending this. Email Email must mean that he's not clamoring to get married. You know, like yeah. like, like if she's asking our opinion on yeah. what we think, then she probably wants to go back and tell him. Oh, I talked about it. I asked the monsters, and they all said that yeah. we should get married. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. specialists. And I figured if I asked Russ, he sure would say yeah. it. <laughs> they um, uh, one of the things is they maybe they're both thinking it, but are scared to broach it in, in case of rejection. You know, like like if they bring it up and then they say, well, no, I don't think we, you know, let's just yeah. keep it like it is. Then you get that rejection thing, and that that hurts people. And then so. maybe the woman, and women think this way, and sometimes men do as well. They think, well, I've now I've planted that seed in the guy's head, and all he thinks I want to do is just get married. It's kind of shack up, and maybe that would trigger something in him that would cause him to kind of maybe back up a little bit, and she's terrified of that. But I, there are so many. I mean, this this situation has a lot of texture. Yeah. Mm. So uh, would it would it be weird just to go, okay, where are we going with this? Yeah. Just you know? ask him. Yeah. Have just communication a, for sure. Yeah. Sit down and talk about it because you guys might be on the same page and right. And but what Jimmy brings up is a huge point here in the in the fact that okay that they are dating. That's what I do. But. Um, <laughs> But you, I mean, you're melding families at this point, and yeah. when you put everybody under the same roof, now you've got not just your personalities, but yeah. the personalities of the kids, and maybe you know the kids don't get along. And they're, di- maybe they're not looking forward to this. And the dynamic of blended families yeah. is considerably more difficult than people give it credit Ooh. for being. It, it, it really is. It is. Uh, you know, you're dealing with a relationship. You're dealing with exes usually, Ain't and now you're dealing with kids that have been raised differently. Yeah, but exactly. Then you're dealing with kids who visit people who don't care for the new spouse or girlfriend, and man, it, uh, it just becomes yeah. it becomes a real challenge of your humanity, and you really have to be, and I'm not saying this to be condescending, and, I, and I'll be dead honest with you, you have to be a really good adult. Yeah. You have to be bigger than situations and you have to realize that you're on the bottom rung of that ladder and everything above you, you have to put yourself last. And for a lot of people that's extremely difficult. Angel, have you ever uh, heard of the situation where like let's say uh, one person really wanted to get married and the other one just uh, really didn't want to? 
No. Never seen that. <laughs> it happens, I hear. And, and I hear sometimes women will leave men, uh, and, and one of them said, like, it's, it give you the, uh, the ultimatum. The ultimatum. Yeah. The ultimatum. The ultimatum uh, you guys know how I good. feel about ultimatums. How, what do you feel about uh, them? If I'm in that circumstance and I'm giving that ultimatum, kick rocks, bitch. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, well, relationships don't work that way. You don't put ultimatums in well so far for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe married. that might be the reason. <laughs> no, that might be. You're holding that for the special da, one. Da, da. <laughs> Come full oh, circle. Oh, that was a really long <laughs> circle. In scene. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I want to. I've never played kick rock bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kick kick rock bitch. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so it sounds like, Ty, it sounds like you're setting your man up to give him some sort of ultimatum. That's the reason I asked him that. Yeah. And, and if you're if he doesn't want to get married and you're, like, you know, fishing around yeah, and, sure. and, and asking us about it and everything, uh, you're probably making him feel a little bit of pressure. And I have a feeling that most men, when you give him that pressure, sure. are going to push back. They're not going to yeah. give in. Well, I, I don't think so. Really? I, yeah, I don't. I, I think uh, most guys will may pick up on that, and if mm-hmm. I think they may start listening, and that might be a trigger for some guys. Go. I, I, obviously, there are special cases like Angel, who you know are pretty firm with what they believe. But sometimes guys might go, "Oh, okay, maybe this is somebody yeah, I should look I didn't into." Know you were thinking that. I don't work, yeah. I'm not saying that's the you know yeah. majority, but commitments of that nature make you look at yourself. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, that's the biggest problem people have is they do they just don't care to really examine themselves and and really kind of look at what it's going to take from them to make a long-term relationship happen. That, and that's just the dead honest truth. I mean, when somebody poses that question and they're dead serious about it, most men would be very flattered, especially if, the, if they really care for the woman, yeah. that the woman would want to make that commitment to them. I mean, that that's how I would react. My wife was the first one to tell me she loved me before I could do it yeah. because I wasn't really emotionally ready for it yet. But right. it went, once it happened, it really did open up a different way of thinking Toward her. The, Same way. The other, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. it's the way it happens. I mean. The other thing that happens is, is once you get in that familiarity, see, like, they're apart right now. So when you're apart, and this is this is what I kind of like, then when you see each other, it's like, oh, hey, how you do? You know, you got that. Yeah. It, you missed them and, and things like But you live together, and after a while, you know. It's you're like, tired. Yeah, you're tired. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you know what, Jim? Like, you don't want to give up that party patch anymore. Yeah, so. there, there are therapists. Who, <laughs> or the PCP. There are therapists who work with couples that have been together a long time. You know, one of the things they suggest is move into separate bedrooms. Yeah, oh, because, absolutely. Because you use the enticement to get the one to come into your other bedroom. And they say, believe it or not. Yeah. That a lot of older couples that have been in twenty-five year plus marriages will move mm-hmm. into separate bedrooms and use that as a like a ploy. Hey, come to my room tonight. Come to, and, yeah. and, it, and it works. And the other half have a high percentage of walking in on their mates masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> When we come back, Angel will bring you Monster Sports. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning.
are. Join me as I host uh, House Calls with Dr. Butch. It's uh, one hour. It starts Saturday at 10 o'clock, and then Sunday uh, they replay it at 7 o'clock. So it's House Calls with Dr. Butch tomorrow. And then, Jeff Howe, tonight you're going to be at? Uh, yeah, I'll be at Buster's Bistro in Sanford for Christine and Fred's birthday. It's going to be a great time from 8 to 11. And tomorrow night I'll be at the Cocoa Beach Pier from 6 to 10 at Keith Oyster Bar. Please come see us. Very good. All right. Now, Angel's going to bring us Monster Sports. Um, um, um. Uh, uh. Monster Sports is brought to you by my friends over at Tropical Ford. Um, I had mentioned to you guys other. We talked about it. The weather. It's uh, this is the time of year. It's the what rainy happens? season. What happens? What's going on? It's a rainy <laughs> season. We got you know different you know weather systems moving through the the, the area. Uh huh. And you hate to be caught up in some kind of storm like that to find out that you need wipers or tires or right. brakes. Oh my! So, <laughs> wipers or tires or brakes. So one of the things that Tropical Ford does is they offer. The quick lane specials. They got oil changes, uh, wiper blades, tires. They're open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. And on Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. Check out their specials at tropicalford.com. Uh, either make your appointment or, or show up and uh, ha- have that handled. You want to, you know, you got to take care of your vehicle. Preventative maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. Uh, breaking news. And I know a little bit about a little bit about hockey, but I know this guy is uh, a huge, important icon of that sport. Uh, so it's breaking now. Red Wings legend Go- um, Gordy Howe, known as Mr. Hockey, has yes. passed away at the age of 88 years old. He is the perpet- He is the perpetual crossword hockey. Is he really? Really? Clue. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I, always th- I always thought like uh, Wayne Gretzky was Mr. Hockey. Well, he was way before Wayne. Yeah. No, this, oh. this is guys, the, he's, the, he's the precursor to all those yeah. guys, that, all the modern day guys. Oh. Um, if there's an equivalent, I would say, you know, yes. how we, we reference uh, Jerry West in the NBA yes. as the logo. Yeah. Right. I think you could say that about Gordy Howe as, yeah. in so far as the NHL. Like, he is the, the yeah, icon. He, he was the man. He was definitely the man. Man, a lot of people passing away this year, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Known as simply as Mr. Hockey, uh, Gordie Howe played 26 seasons. 26 seasons in the NHL. Hockey, good Lord. Uh, six seasons in the World Hockey Association. He's the all-time leader in games played in the NHL. Yes. With 1,767 games. He's second in career, career goals with 801. Fourth in career points with 850. He won four Stanley Cups with the Detroit Red Wings and was a 23-time all-star selection. He is uh, currently uh, voted as the third greatest hockey player to ever pick up a stick, only behind Gretzky and Bobby Orr. That's it. Oh, he's behind Bobby Orr? Wow. That's why, because I would have thought he'd been there. But it is. 23 years, 26 years. Wow. No, no helmet. helmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pre-helmet. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, so condolences ass. to his family and, um, and everyone associated with that. But, uh, yeah, he's passed at the age of 88. And, there, and, and it says here in this little blurb that said if you ask uh, Bobby Orr and Wayne Gretzky who the best player ever was, him? they're going to say Gordie Howe. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, they usually nice. say Richard Pryor, but. Yeah. I get it. The best comic. PCP. I got it. I got nah, it. I got I'm it. just I'm dying. <laughs> PCP. PCP. Uh, speaking of dying, uh, if you want to watch Muhammad Ali's funeral, it's oh, uh, my God. going on. Uh, oh, wait, you're going to bust my balls about that? He, he's the one that made the joke. Yeah, oh. Jeff yeah, they're scalping tickets to it, dude. Yeah, and they, they they came on and they asked, please don't do that. You know, don't don't scalp the tickets. That's uh, disrespectful. And uh, It's going on as we speak. So you can, Is uh, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he planned the entire thing. Yeah, like yeah. Muhammad Ali is like, I'm going to yeah. plan my funeral. They, and uh, They had to double the amount of tickets. Uh, I think originally they had printed 15,000 to give away for free and they had to mm-hmm. jack it up to 30. 
and even then the tickets I think that were uh, that were being offered at forty or fifty bucks a piece just to kind of maintain the crowd yeah. were being sold immediately on eBay for double, sometimes wow. triple that price. Like literally minutes after they got them, they were they were going for that much. Is the money going to like Parkinson's or yeah, no, the, the money, scalpers are parking? No, 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 not the no. scalpers. Oh, yeah, 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 the ticket sales are going to right. uh, to uh, I think fund his charities or something. Man, did I, you guys I, see those pictures of his last photo shoot? Yes, I did. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'd like to see th- uh, if you get a chance to check those All out, right. Carl. What, what did you think about? I thought they were iconic. Yeah. I mean, um, but for the so many years leading up to his dad, his passing away, we always, or I always uh, saw him with shades. Yeah. So that look in his eye, I, I don't know. It's weird. Just, yeah, it's haunting, actually. That, that's a better word for it, Jimmy. Yeah. I was, I'm surprised, you know, how Facebook, I mean, you get, you know, you get different, different opinions. I, I was surprised about the negative uh, Muhammad Ali stuff I saw. I was like, oh, yeah. man. Dude, that's, so, that's the day and age of social media, man. I know, you man. Know? You know, well, it, you, you remember, I, man, you have a lot of people who, uh, in a certain region of the United States, that just aren't going to be tolerant of him skipping out on the war. I know, for, I know. You know here's the thing, and I, I saw this online a lot, mm. for whatever reason. Because you know, I, when I said the draft dodging thing the other day, I got, well, he didn't dodge. Well, you can call it whatever you want. Other people went. He chose not to. But you he know, said he would go to jail if, if, yeah, if need be. Yeah, yeah, jail. Completely yeah. understood. Yeah. That yeah. still doesn't take away from the fact that other men went. Yeah. And they fought for their country, and he did not. Now, understandably, his argument has validity. Obviously, obviously so. The Supreme Court overturned right, right. Uh, his the uh, uh, the um, uh, the, the ban yeah. and the conviction and everything. But but you know, still, a lot of people aren't going to be able to let that go. The yeah. Jane Fonda thing, same thing. Nobody's. I mean, there are a lot of people who will never let that go. Yeah. Yeah, the Jane Fonda one though, I can understand like really not letting go because even she admits it, yeah. saying that she was that was a mistake. Yeah, but the but man, a man, a black man with a loud mouth oh, in yeah. that era, skipping out on a war era. because of his yeah because of his saying, his, wait, wait, religion his religion or social consciousness. I'm not gonna go kill pe- uh, kill uh, yellow yellow men. Well, I, I think he yeah. said, uh, well, said poor they, people, they, poor they, people that uh, yeah. didn't do anything to me. Goes, okay. yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his war was right here, is what he said. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and the people that are, and here's the thing and. Um, if you think think that way, there's nothing that's going to change your mind. 100. Yeah. percent You know what I mean? So it doesn't it doesn't matter if right. you show them the injustices that were yeah. happening to African Americans here in the United States of America at that same period. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. They, they, I, they don't. They're not going to take that into account. Yeah. It's absolute one vision is like there's other soldiers that are going and you're not going and I don't care what's happening to you and your race here in this country. You need to fight for our country. And, and, and let me pile on as well. How about this? The people who are saying that certainly didn't want. What happened after his stance? Equality? You know what I'm no. saying? They, they not only did they not care about him standing up for it, they certainly didn't care about the, the after effects rights, of what yeah, it would do. Absolutely. I think Ali in that last picture looks badass. Right? Yeah, I think it's some, it, yeah. I, I think so. Is it with the shades? His, I, no, no, without the shades. Oh, yeah. yeah. And his eyes are just like, I mean, I, yeah, I guess it's glassed over almost. Is that what, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know if that's, that's a symptom part. of uh, Parkinson's, or I don't know if that's just old age. Yeah, but Parkinson's it actually affects several people differently. Most most of them have the shake thing. Mm-hmm. Some people, they actually stiffen up, and they can't, uh, like, wow. move. Like, I had an uncle that, yeah, he couldn't move his neck, and he just, you know, kind of walked. Well, when it, when it goes, you know, a lot of people pass in this year, and, and the thought goes you know, through my mind, like, well, how of these people, which ones will actually be remembered in history? And obviously, sure. Muhammad Ali will be remembered in history. No, he won't be forgotten. Yeah. yeah. He was huge. And he came along when, when black people needed somebody like that. You know, my, my dad didn't like him at first because he was loud. He bragged. My dad loved Joe Lewis. Right. Night, you know, guy that just kind of. Strong, silent, kicked, yeah, yeah, in yeah, line. Yeah, but kicked ass. Uh, or, as, or as Ali called him, you know. 
the white man's black man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but but at the time they needed a guy that could you know stand up to the white man, you know, and just say it like he saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then my dad got to liking him, but he actually met him one time. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he was at a a, a, a function. Um, um, Convention, sports convention. Ali was there, and this guy was talking. He said, "Well, you were a, a heavyweight." And he said, "Yeah." He goes, "You think you could have kicked Ali's ass?" He goes, "You think you could kick Ali?" He goes, "Oh yeah, easy." And the guy goes, "Hey, champ, we got a guy who thinks he can kick your ass." My dad went, "I was just kidding." Yeah. Yeah. He said he was super nice. Well, yeah, what, what would you got if Ali was never there? Was no Ali? What how, would we still be much further back in race relations with sports and everything? I don't know. I think somebody else would have come along. Do you it, think it, really? I, I think somebody else would have carried the torch. I don't I really know because do. if you look at, I mean, if you look at that yeah. day and age, it's a, it's a, it's a miracle that he yeah. came out of there alive. Yeah. Uh, thinking about the other guy, the other guys that were his contemporaries. Yeah. You know, well, Malcolm X is killed by his own guys. Right. They, they you know, gunned down uh, Mar- uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah. They gunned down the Kennedys. They're like that was a very violent time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know who that second tier yeah. leader would have been. And on top of that, any other guy like a Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. would have to have played under a boss. Which yeah. is usually a white boss right. or a team, and I think boxing is was the difference because you you can't deny somebody who's the best fighter. Yeah, yeah, right. Also, also it's not a team sport, exactly. so you can't you can't look at somebody and go, well, I mean, you're good, but there's eight yeah. other guys that make you that great. Right. So you, you got to look at boxing. Who was the next guy down the line that would have done the Ali thing? I don't. Uh, I mean, not, I'm not a historian or anything, but something else is interesting that, that I didn't uh, realize. But you know, uh, Muhammad Ali is pretty famous for float like a butterfly, sting, sting like a bee. All his clips, all his things. Yeah, he, he didn't come up with that. It, yeah. it, it was his trainer. His, his yeah. trainer would say it to him all the time, and he just repeated it at a, at a, one of the. Uh, Press conferences and and, and and the his trainer is the one that came up with that yeah, whole really. thing. Yeah, and you know another cra- another thing that was a blessing for Ali. His best friend was a Pulitzer Prize winning photographer. So that famous picture of him over him, you're like, right. how yeah. do they do it? So that's why when you look at his yeah. history, he has these amazing pictures yeah. because he went everywhere with yeah. him. Are you, you know? talking about the one where you're standing over listen? Oh, listen. And that was an accident because he didn't get the right press pass, so they didn't put He was supposed to be on the exactly other side right. of the ring, and he was there. And I'll tell you this about Ali. I, I love uh, you know almost everything about it. The one thing that he did that bothers me is Joe Frazier came to his side when he was banned from boxing, lent him money, took, you know, said anything you need, champ, stuff like that. And then when it, they set up the fight with Joe Frazier, he just abused Monkey. him verbally. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, called him a gorilla. gorilla and, yeah. You know, just totally. And he never, after the third fight that they had, he called his son, he called Marvis in, and he said, come in. in my, my, and Marvis said, oh, my God, are they going to beat me up? After? And he went to Ali's and he said, please go apologize to your dad for all the things I said. And Joe Frazier said, you know what? If he's going to apologize, why didn't he apologize to, to my me? Face, yeah, to my face. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing that bothers me. There, there was another thing about him, uh, like uh, race baiting a guy on a television show and telling the guy he was going to do it to him before he did it. And, he, and the guy's like, no, I don't know. Yeah. Then he went to air, and sure enough, he looked at him and, and, oh, I saw and that. claimed the guy called him an in yeah. while they were training or doing the thing. He was and, doing and, the hype and, bit. and yeah. it never happened. But the guy's like, wait a minute, why would you do that? Why would yeah. you paint me to be a racist? I'm here to fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. I saw that. There was some documentary I saw. In the, in the, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, the, he, uh, he, 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 on, on live on, I think it was like Dick Cavett or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably so. And, and he, and he's, oh, he called me the N word. Yeah, and the yeah, guy's yeah. like, I never said that. Yeah, but he yeah. was just trying to get the, yeah. the fight hyped up. Yeah. Yeah. They, he uh, he was he was amazing. I mean, but, he was just an but amazing he, guy. But yeah. he wasn't trying to hype it for the other guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's. Well, he just uh, wanted to hype the fight in yeah, general. He, he you know, yeah, but I mean, you can hype the fight and do it one way where one guy doesn't look like a complete douchebag. 
You know, no, make I, you I, look I, like I, a superhero. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a little. Different. Uh, no one does that though. Yeah. Uh, okay, going on with uh, other sports that are going on right now. Uh, tonight we have Game Four of the NBA Finals. Now I already told you my first reason why earlier today. My first reason why I thought Golden State was going to lose, uh-huh. um, and it was the, the it yeah. was the fact of the Steph Curry sn- two sneaker being unleashed onto <laughs> the world, and uh, people went meme crazy, and it just yes. proved again that the internet is undefeated. Right, and I think that's going to get into uh, head? Steph's head. The dad Curry's, yeah, really? the dad Curry's, whatever. I mean, there are a million uh, different memes out there, and each one of them is funnier than the next. Yeah, here's number two reason Uh-oh. why I think. I, th- I think Cleveland, the city of Cleveland, is ingratiated itself to the sports gods, and they did something that everybody has wanted to do at one time or another to this kid, and he got caught out there in Cleveland, <laughs> and the sports gods are going to bless them for this. What? You didn't hear about this? No. Justin Bieber got punched in the mouth in Cleveland. <gasps> really? Yeah. Who punched him? We I don't, don't know. know Who cares? That dude needs we, a medal, a parade. They're going to figure out a, a ticker tape parade for this guy. <laughs> Somebody as soon as, as, soon as Cleveland wins the championship, this guy is going to get to be on the parade also. <laughs> There's video of it, Russ, and it's great because normally at the end of the video you hear, World Star, World Star. Well, this guy's watching the video. He's he's shooting it through the glass where you see Justin It's Bieber like in a hotel down. lobby. Yeah, hotel lobby, and he falls, and he goes, I'm going to be on TMZ. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I was like, that was perfect. Sure. He's like, oh, wow, I'm going to be on TMZ. If you want to see it, it's going. uh, Blog and Molly's putting that uh, that particular video up on Monsters.fm right now. But now you're dealing with things that are supernatural. There's no way Cleveland could have anticipated that their uh, uh, Under Armour was going to release this sneaker. So that that's a, a plus yeah. for them. There's no way we knew this dude was going to punch Justin Bieber in the mouth. I, that just gives the city of Cleveland and the team. Did he get arrested, the guy that punched? No! <laughs> Who's going to As a police officer, they, you you lose cool points for arresting this guy for, uh, for punching they, Justin Bieber in the mouth. They grabbed that dude's face like a little kid and said, run, boy, run! <laughs> and the cops let him go. Damn it. And they gave a little kiss on the forehead as he as they ran off. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Cleveland's going to win tonight too, man. I, I, there's there's too many things that are uh, happening that are out of uh, Golden State's uh, control. That... I predicted this months ago, if you remember correctly, and you looked at me like I was crazy. What the what, hell what are you talking did you about? predict? Russ? I told you, you given the so Cavaliers many... and, and LeBron were going to. I've told I you, remember you, I you did say that, it, and yeah. you looked at me like I was silly. Well, that's just. Um, they're in the finals. Yeah, I mean, they're the best team. They're the uh, best team in the Eastern East, Conference. They have right. LeBron James. I like, think it's you really not. A you sweep. want us to give you a, a, a no, credit th- on a pick that's not really a stretch? Yeah. This was back when everyone was like, uh, they were yeah, under Golden State. Golden State had yeah. won more games than any other team in history. Uh, they were on a roll. Yeah. You guys were saying, oh, they're going to take it, no problem. And I said, watch, okay, LeBron Russ, James. You win. LeBron James. You won. Obviously, you know sports. You know better than anybody else. You're right. You picked this months ago. Thank you. Russ knew that Cleveland was going to make Exactly. In the final. Exactly. All right. That's all you wanted to hear. Um, <laughs> uh, tonight or last night, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins had a chance to wrap up the Stanley Cup. Oh, they, uh, went up. they end up losing. Did they really? Yeah, they end up losing at home, four to two. So they forced a game six, Ooh. or uh, the Sharks uh, forced a game six. Uh, Man, the bar I was at last night uh, playing trivia was absolutely 
to the gills slammed watching hockey, which I, really? I, I yeah. actually thought was very cool. And the reason why I know, because every time there was a play that had any value, the place would erupt. So they, although they had other sports on, everybody was watching that game. Now the Pim- a, lot of, a lot of Pittsburgh fans uh, of all their sports right here in Central Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pi- uh, the Penguins still lead the series 3-2, to two, but they forced the game six, which is uh, in San Jose on Sunday. Ooh. And then wrapping it up, uh, Orlando Preds, we got a game uh, this Yo. Saturday night. Uh, we have the Cleveland Glass. Oh, now we're playing Cleveland. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Uh oh. Uh oh. They got to. They got to. Come on, guys. So we need every all the fans. We need everybody to show up for this game. What if we outfitted the Preds in Steph Curry's new shoes? Ooh, I like that. Like a like a like a reverse, like a little reverse slammy. Mm, maybe that might work. It won't. So, but the Preds are. Uh, we are back at home. We're at the Amway Center. Uh, game starts at seven o'clock. And uh, oh, it's at seven. Well, doors are at six. Uh, game starts usually seven, seven thirty. Yeah, oh, seven thirty. Okay, yeah. seven thirty. I'm sorry, you, you, you're right. It is seven. Okay, okay, yeah. And that's Monster Sports. Thank you, Angel. All right. Uh, uh, when we come back, uh, let's see here. I think we, uh, we got some more email to handle, and then uh, we got beer of the week coming up. Yes, Ooh. we do. Don't got go something special. All right, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. They're playing the show, and I got some nice little country music playing. You know, some little, you know, little, little, you know, kind of relaxing. Uh, and he'll come in with his phone, screaming one a two. Oh yeah. And and, and I'm like, okay, wh- uh, uh, there's two things playing at once, yep. it's freaking me out. Uh, but I do like this. Yeah, it's uh, they're yeah, new. They're, they're, they that, dropped the second single too, and that actually, I, I'm interested to. Uh, hear what you think about the second single jimmy because this is a remarkable different sound for them uh the second the one second because this single, sounds exactly no, this like one the is, first yeah, record this one is but the second sound uh you could i guess you could tell the influence of the new member in the totally. band right. Right, let me go check it out it's good who's the new member oh it's, man new singer is, is it, it, oh new singer uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah second guitar player uh harmonies uh, that's harmonies okay stuff. but not new lead singer well, well they used to be co-leads yeah oh i see Hey, um, did anybody watch the Tom Brokaw special last night? Made news and everything. Uh, uh, Tom Brokaw, he was able to interview and talk to David Letterman. No, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, they talked to David Letterman, and he um, he basically said, look, well, you know, he's he's glad it's all over. He said, you know, he was consumed with yes. uh, and really uh, thought about late night war so much and consumed his life that he felt it was uh, becoming detrimental to his life in, in many ways. Right. And now he's happy that he's done with it. And he said, look, I could care. He said, I couldn't care less about late night television anymore. Yeah. I don't watch it. Don't right. care about it. Don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, and he, they, he blames his heart condition because of the, uh, the wow. late night wars. Yes. Yeah. He thinks he thinks uh, he sure. thinks that it hurt his heart. And he says now he's really uh, super enjoying his retirement. Dude, he was drunk on TV a month yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at the Indianapolis, at the 500, not even what, two weeks ago. Yeah. Life is good when you're drunk on TV. So yeah. He, yeah, he says he could not Sitting be Sitting on 300 mil. Yeah. He, he did say in the interview that he didn't know why they didn't give it to a woman. Yeah. Uh, he said that, he, you know, that would have been huh. that would have been a, a, a good move, he felt. So he had uh, no say with the Stephen Colbert thing then? Didn't, no. no. You it's yeah. the network show, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I guess so. He says, uh, this is a quote from, uh, from David Letterman. He says, it's interesting. I thought for sure. 
uh, I would, you know, care about what was going on. And then uh, the first day of the Stephen Colbert show, uh, when it went on the air, all the energy left me, and I felt like, you know, this is not my problem anymore. Right. I, I believe him 100%. Sometimes I hear these interviews, I'm like, yeah, so you don't miss playing baseball. Sure, or sure, you don't sure. miss, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. I, you got the feeling he was done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, when we had John Witherspoon in, who's known him for quite a while, he said he, he Dave is the happiest he's ever been. Yeah. And and I, I'll tell you, man, when you see him with that beard and you get the idea that he would have worn that years before mm-hmm. had he not had to been clean shorn the entire time of his career, that he'd have been he would have looked exactly like he looks now from the time he was about twenty eight on. He just doesn't seem like a guy who gets caught up in it. And we've known for a fact that he's not a Hollywood celebrity guy. Uh, well, you never saw him out. He was never photographed around the city. He was never at a, a movie premiere. He was never at these celebrity galas. He didn't do that. Yeah, you didn't. He didn't seem like he was a. I don't know, I don't know if you used the word fame whore, but it, yeah. it wasn't like he was. He was in it to be famous. It's like yeah. he enjoyed doing a talk show and he was driven to be number one. Yeah. But it wasn't like fame was an unfortunate byproduct of his job. Yeah. But, you know, he, I mean, think about it. I mean, he was able to host the Oscars one time, yeah. uh, which was a pretty big deal. And I thought he did great. Of course, I guess they he got, got panned, panned afterwards. He got panned. Yeah. Uh, and he said, you know, he would never do that again because yeah. he, he felt he was uh, doing yeah. a little more than he probably thought he should. But, um, well, yeah, it's, he, it's a tough crowd. It's a tough crowd. You know, well, you, got, you get a comedy crowd, and he, he knows he can kill with the comedy crowd. But you get people who aren't really used to laughing at themselves. Right, right, right. And then, and then look at the neurosis, uh, because when we saw the movie Late Night, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually, from what I understand, relatively accurate. Even, yeah. Matter of fact, admitted to by both the people involved, Leno and Letterman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, for the first, what, 15 years, 10, 15 years mm-hmm. of his career, the instant they went dark, instantly he would run to his office, the entire staff would come in, and they would watch the show over again and critique it. And they said that in all those years... There was not one show where he looked at it and thought every part of the show was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was just a complete neurotic uh, mess the entire time. That, perfect, that sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound fun, does no. it? No, I would. Ne- I, that, it can never work that Wait, way. You know, it's, it's but that's a, that's a symptom of people that are at that level of uh, right, right, of, right. of perfection. You're right. Beyonce does that after every performance. Um, there's different guys. There's different MCs that like Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre mm-hmm. is stuck from. He's, we've been waiting for an album of his, and he can't. He's so, such a perfectionist. He can't yeah. let it go. You and know? That perfectionism yeah. will kill your ass. I know. I'm still yeah. listening to my CDs. <laughs> <laughs> But you like every single one of them. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I, yeah. I could, you know. No, but um, the the guy, you know, like Michael Jordan. You know, I mean, it, who wouldn't want to be the greatest basketball player of all time? But who would want to have that bug in his head oh. that made him have to diss? The guy at his uh his his coach, yeah. right, yeah. right, right, Jeff. Yeah. He would make up. He would make up beefs Beef. yeah. with guys in his head that he never that never existed. Yeah. But that like you operate on that level, and and I would and, hate that. And I you're playing hate, against yeah. some guy, and you think you think you're boys with Michael Jordan. You're like, I think this guy it, really hates me. Yeah. 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 Do anything to him. It is funny how we watch these guys or girls, for that matter, achieve these great successes, only to learn afterwards. That the neurosis that made them so good yeah. also makes them completely incompatible as a human being. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't be near somebody like that. And if you look yep. at Jordan, there I don't know of one positive story that's come out of the Jordan camp in Tiger in, Woods. in a decade yep. because yeah. he just isn't a real pleasant person. Tiger Woods, another one. Tiger there. Woods. Yeah, Kobe was in that camp yep. too, but luckily, you know this is gonna sound weird. But I don't think you can be that mu- that brash, that much of a, a dick, to be honest, and that competitive in a social media age because all that gets out. 
Kobe was like that. And then you know what he started to change? Obviously, his playing level and ability started to – but he started opening up more. And he started was, being I a think little that nice was a line. conscious thing on his it, it part. Was. And that happened a couple years ago. And, and, it started happening. And so look who we have today. We have Steph Curry, who this guy – yes, he is competitive as hell, but you don't see him – you don't hear these stories. you got LeBron James. They're both the leaders of their team. Yeah, you like both the, of them. You like both of them. Yeah. You know they're both competitive as hell, but I also think I can hang out with them and be cool with them. Yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? And in the same sense, back in the day, you get guys like Jack Nicholas, and the, one of the things that used to be said about him is, like, you could put all of his friends in a phone booth. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, because to be the absolute best – and to compete against people on a tour, especially when it's the same guys like every week and right. they play the same teams and these football players play the same teams, you have to kind of garner a dislike for your competition, which means you can't have friends. Matter of fact, most of the greats, and even in business, Stephen Jobs and, and the great leaders will tell you, I don't know how these people do it. How are you friends when you're competitors? How are you nice like that? I mean, my job is to create a better product that outsells his. Yeah. How can I high-five that guy in the lunchroom and think it's cool? You know, this is not a cartoon. And, and, and I can know? imagine when, when that's all done, you know, like uh, like yeah. with Dev Letterman, you're, you're like relieved. Like, okay, phew, I don't yeah. have to feel that way anymore. Yeah. I don't, I, like he said, I could care less about late time, yeah. night TV now. Uh, all right, when we come back, it's time for Beer of the Week. Uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Right now, it's time for Beer of the Week with Angel. I smell it. I smell it. Ooh, it smells you, good. You can smell it. it. Smells like Russ ain't gonna like it. Uh, you know what? <laughs> You know what? I it think smells it, good. I always take a little sip just before the thing, and in my mind, I'm going, okay, is Russ going to like this? Oh. Get it. Now, I've got my opinion. I'm not going to say it. I, I haven't tasted it yet, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. So this is a really uh, neat brewery out of uh, Miami. It's the MIA Beer Company. Uh, they're Uh-oh. based out of Doral, Florida, and it's a, they have a brew pub kind of thing going on. Missing in action? Miami. Oh. M-I-A. M-I-A. Uh, the brewmaster is actually Pitbull. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, dale, uno, dale beer. So um, I had Blog and Molly take one of the cans in there for you guys to uh, pass around to take a look at. Cause uh, the, the, it's so Miami. Yeah, oh that's God. what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mega Mix. All right, so this is Mega Mix Pale Ale that we're doing. 
But they're, the promotion and the marketing of their beers is pre- – I mean, they've embraced the fact that they're a yeah. beer out of uh, Miami. It says Bienvenido yeah. on Miami. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, so they got that on, on, the, on, the, on the can. Man, this thing just stole my credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> they've got some really other cool ones. they got a Miami Weiss. they got 305 Ale, uh, MIA IPA. So oh, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah, so they got some pretty cool things going on. <laughs> MIA IPA. Um, so this is what we're going to be drinking today. What we're going to be sampling today is a West Coast-style light-bodied pale ale mm-hmm. with a mega mix of Mosaic gal- Galaxy and Citrate Light Edition dry hops. Can, we get, some, can we get some Pitbull for this, Angel, you think? Maybe for no. beer? Oh, oh, come on, man. This is, this is you're trying to music. Miami. The hops, what about. I, the hops is what I normally hate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that this isn't as happy as it. Go into it with an open tongue. PCP. <laughs> hey, I will tell you that the last time I had a day like this, that night I killed oh, there you go. So, so go look forward to seeing Jeff out tonight. Yeah. He'll be you the funniest he's ever been he tonight. Got all the bad jokes. You, got, you just got them all out. Saving he the pur- goodies for it's, later. It's the purge. Uh, Get that evil out of me. <laughs> the purge joke edition. we got to concentrate on oh, good you jokes. You could not believe how funny I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. The wider shoes, the worse the jokes. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. Oh, have you heard well, of other well, brewers well, from Miami? I mean, this is the first. This one. is uh, there's probably I'm sure there's a couple sure others because of the, the way that like uh, we had the guy yeah. uh, here yes uh, last week from Crooked Can, where Florida is one of the you know the last fronts of uh, the micro breweries, and there's now, a lot of breweries popping up everywhere. Now, how much flocka by volume? <laughs> Point zero zero percent, point zero zero one. Oh, that'll make you wild out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are they, are they, is this price like uh, drinks in Miami? So this should be like twenty seven dollars. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, actually, it's 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 right in line with uh, other micro brews. All right. Okay. So this is six percent uh, ABV. Yep. I like so. these fools coming at us on the texting service, telling us to try breweries we've known about for thirty years. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Come on, man. At, Jesus Christ. So, again, so this is uh, MIA Brewery. This is their All Mega right. Mix Pale Ale. All right. right on. Uh, but raise your glasses in, or glasses in the air. Mm-hmm. All right. Got it. Now do we party like we don't care? Or? <laughs> and uh, here's the toast. Life is a waste of time. Time is a waste of life. So why not get wasted and have the time of your life? Ah, oh, cheers. 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 Free rule. Snakes and condoms. <laughs> Love your last kiss. <laughs> wrote this, right? Nas, Nas, Nas. There, I always forget. Wow, I wouldn't tell anybody that if I was Nas. Uh, Nas like that money. Yeah. I bet he does like that check, doesn't he? he? Like that Miami check. Yeah, he's selling freaking Cavassier now. Yeah, he's not doing too bad for himself. <laughs> All right, so I'm curious now. Everyone's playing. Look, everyone's I, playing it close I, to the vest. I'm, I'm looking at Ricky and Russ. Russ. That hasn't stopped. Oh. I think Ricky Russ likes it. <laughs> <laughs> or he's trying to forget something. <laughs> All right, so uh, nope, today. you're still there. <laughs> uh, good job. Nice. There you go. All right, so it's the it's mega, about time. It's the Mega Mix. 23 years. You finally got one in. Good for you. It's uh, Mega Mix Pale Ale from uh, MIA Beer Company. And uh, we'll start with uh, Blogster today. Because uh, oh, she, doesn't, she doesn't have her, her beer legs <laughs> about her as of late. I think I like this one. What? Oh, really? It's the Miami feel to it, right? It is. Yeah, it's I knew festive. It. It's it festive. It has a theme. <laughs> I love anything with a theme. And I, I saw, like it. And I saw Kevin Smith drinking it. Yeah, <laughs> he totally loved it. 
Uh, Jeff, what'd you think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm go halfway. Halfway. It didn't. It doesn't bowl me over. It's not like I. I don't think I would order it. Uh, but I would. You know, if somebody gave me one, I would drink it. And wow. so yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. If someone gave me one, I would yeah. drink it. If someone gave me a shirt, I'd wear it. If yeah. someone gave me, yeah, it's my favorite kind of beer. It's uh, ice and free. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what score would you give it? I would give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Jeff, five, five, five. five. Uh, Russ, what do you think of uh, Mega Mix? I would order that for sure. I'd give that a nine. I like yeah. it a lot. Wow. I think that is really a good That's beer. What I was thinking that because yeah. again, it is a hoppier it, beer, but, but it's, it's not over. It, 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 you don't have that. Uh, that it's a complimentary after- of flavors there. Yeah, uh, no aftertaste. Uh, really good, and then six percent. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I give that yeah nine nine point two. Uh, Dirty Jim, what did you think, sir? Not a fan. No. Uh, no. Wow. A little too light for me, and uh, I think the bitterness level on the ass end of it is a little much for me. I'm not a fan, no. I do like how light Phrasing. it is. Phrasing? Yeah. Uh, I do have. I do like the fact that it is a little lighter than uh, the other, like, IPAs or Pale Ales, mm. but I, it's the end note's a little too bitter for me. But, I, you know, six. Fair enough. Uh, I give this a, um, an eight. Um, again, uh, the guys that... Frankenstein's, uh, Pete and his crew, they're the ones uh-huh. that turned me on to this. I'll I be like there. It. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday night. After so Saturday the football. night after the football game, when you're there, I, I can order one of these. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. they have a lot of, the, of their beers. Um, and, again, it's the Florida breweries showing uh, some uh, love to the, our state, uh, the different breweries that are around there. So, again, this was Miami Brew Company's Mega Mix Pale Ale. And uh, you should be able to find that around town in uh, any of your favorite uh, beer locations. Very good. And that's Beer of the Week. I like it. Very hey, good, uh, dude. Good quick, choice. A quick story. Uh, different. Just recently, you know, if you remember a couple weeks ago, I told you that I had the pleasure of talking to Chris Kirkpatrick yeah, from yeah. NSYNC, and, yeah. and he's uh, moving up to, to Nashville, and he said when he's moving up to Nashville, of course, he's going to be doing recording and producing sure. other people and all this kind of stuff, like country music guys, yeah. and, and his friend, Justin, is going to be helping out, oh. uh, and, and there's several uh, songs that uh, that Justin Timberlake uh-huh. is going to, you're going to see him in country music, and a, a new album is out today. With uh, Little Big Town and Justin Timberlake uh, sings vocals on one of the songs. Wow! Uh, with uh, with a Little Big Town, which they're already a, a pretty big deal. Well, I would uh, think that that would be a band that they could, he could latch into pretty quick because it really all it, it's almost. I mean, it is country music, but it, it is really reminiscent of bands like uh, like ABBA or Fleetwood Mac. Lots of harmonies and very, very musical. You could certainly see him sliding in. I oh. guess I guess Justin Timberlake is said to be working with like Luke Bryant and uh, Blake Shelton and uh, Keith Urban. And uh, well, that's where he's from. Uh, but I mean, you, it's you, in you, his soul there. Up you there. don't think of, uh, of Justin Timberlake, you know, working uh, with all these big country music guys. But uh, the new album out today, and one of the songs called "Come On." Uh, with uh, on the little Big Town album uh, has uh, is featuring Justin Timberlake. He helped write the song as well. Oh wow! So well, uh, it'll sell. You know, if he he sells. Hey, that guy's bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Now his album is out. Now, okay, is that just a song? I mean, we know every okay, week that's it's been one number song. one. That's yeah, one song. That's a song that's going to be part of the soundtrack for Trolls. But he's also recording a new album with uh, Timberland. So they're huh. so he's in the booth and they're doing that as we speak. So I'm I'm assuming the Trolls soundtrack has got to be done and already put, uh, you know sealed. So, so what's his goal there? I mean, to basically be kind of dominating on both charts, do a little at bit of everything. I, I think he just likes music and that. You know? I, I think this. Harkens back to yeah, you know his so. home roots and uh, you know singing in church and whatnot and so you know it's, well, it's part of. He also has that restaurant that's doing amazing that yeah. does Southern Comfort Foods. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, and yeah. that, he's from Nashville, right? 
I know he's uh, from Memphis. Memphis, Memphis yeah. yeah. And, yeah. He's, and he's not recording with Toby Keith, but he's teaching him how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want to remind you that the uh, Monster Fan of which will be funny tonight. Tonight's going to oh, be man. tonight is going to be great. Now, are you like faking chill. it just to make people believe it's going to be better tonight? No, I'm trying like a son of a bitch. Uh, Monster Fan Appreciation Show. You can join us on June the 24th for that. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a pool party uh, at the Rosen oh, Plaza. I love billiards. Uh, it's going to be uh, at uh, Club 39 at the big uh, big pool party. Uh, Bert the Conqueror will be there, Bert Kreischer. Not really uh, a summer event, but I get it. Uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have a, a great show. So if you want to join us, just go to monsters.fm, keyword fan, and one lucky winner is going to get 10 tickets to the Coke Zero 400. And Bloggy Molly, you went yesterday to see where we're going to do the party this year, and you said it's uh, pretty amazing. It is awesome. And can, can we see that we'll be able to see the, the track pretty well? And Yes. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And it's air-conditioned. It is air-conditioned. It's a suite. It's a huge suite. It's oh. going to be awesome. Oh, oh, looking forward to that. That's good. All right, so if you want to be a part of the Monster Fan Appreciation Show, just email us. Just go to, Or actually, just go to monsters.fm keyword fan <sighs> for that. Uh, this afternoon, I'm going to be at Ember. It's three-for-one drinks, a three-for-one happy hour, the number one happy hour destination for uh, you know for downtown. It, it is a lot of fun. Three-for-one drinks. Starts at 4, goes to 7.30. Uh, come by. I'll have some Monster T-shirts and magnets for your car and stuff like that. Tonight, Primetime Kitchen. Dirty Jim hosts Primetime Kitchen. Yep. Tonight, you have special guest of? Yeah, Heather McPherson and Joe Esposito is coming back around. We're going to talk about uh, getting your kitchen ready for having great food during hurricanes and powder outages. We'll talk about chains versus local and uh, other cool stuff, techniques. Cool stuff about cooking, you know. Hey, let's say tomorrow you're driving around, you're going to Home Depot, you're going to do some work or whatever, and you're in the car. Uh, turn on Real Radio and uh, join me as I host House Calls with Dr. Butch. It goes from 10 to 11. Also, Sunday from 7 to 8, uh, House Calls with Dr. Butch tomorrow on uh, Real Radio 104.1. Jeff Howe? Uh, yeah, tonight I will be at Buster's Bistro, comedy in it up. Uh, yeah, to take. Uh, anyway, I'll be funny. Um, <laughs> have it in Sanford, and uh, tomorrow night I'll be... At the Cocoa Beach Pier with Key Source, your bar at 6 and 10. Uh, you can uh, say hi to us tomorrow. We'll be at the Orlando Predator game. You got uh, Angel will be uh, your official DJ of the Orlando Predators. The official voice of the Predators is Carlos yep. Navarro yeah. or Mr. Motivation. And I will officially be in the end zone drinking. So uh, come say hi. Uh, and that's tomorrow night at the Amway Center. Go Orlando Predators. Anything else? Yeah, oh, Frankenstein's after the games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, swing by there. I'll be having my uh, little uh, birthday. birthday party soiree. There you go. All right. Uh, stay tuned for the news junkie right after the monsters. At 3 o'clock is the one and only Jim Phillips from the Phillips File. We're back next Monday to do our thing. From Dirty Jim, Angel Blogamale, Jim Howe, and Carlos Navarro. And the leader of this mess of merry man, Russ Miami Taste Delicious Rollins. Uh, hey, thank you so much for listening. We ain't got to go home. We got to get the hell up, buddy. Swirls. I'm going to get that coal out of the back of my car now.